0: guys are from the skeleton crew you got exactly three seconds to get off my porch with your nuts intact and i know you're all a bunch of fucking slackers
1: City
2: and now the Skeleton Crew's dungeon. This is Bane, and my movie may have more holes in it than than uh holes uh, than a whorehouse. <laughs> but... What the fuck? This is the Skeleton Crew, and I'm Bane, and I'm gonna throw the impersonation
1: to somebody else now.
0: Bane, listen. <laughs>
1: Come on, Henry, Henry, something's wrong with you, people. I'm going to whack you both. I'm going to put you in my trunk right now. You get that knife out of here. Who do, you, who do you think you are? You can't just kill me.
3: I can't wait to do the Batman special. By the way, that's coming up soon.
2: Another idiotic opener. Well, this is the Skeleton Crew. <laughs> this is Alex. I am joined, as always, with Dan Chase. We We got back in the dungeon Dave Z from Banana Laser. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? I just told Matt's thing.
1: You don't know what death is. <laughs> I had to throw one more impersonation on you. How are we doing?
2: <laughs> and we have a very, very special, special guest host. My main man, Cody Robinson. What is up, brother? Cody.
4: Just keeping it real, guys. Drinking a beer.
2: Well, then you're on the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Cody, listen, this is where keeping it real goes wrong. Terribly wrong.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, halfway through that intro, I was like, okay, if Joe Pesci, if I'm the guy in the trunk, just go ahead and shoot me.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, because me and Alex talked about this before. How can we create the most awkward opener in Skeleton Crew history? And I think it was achieved. I really do.
1: Done <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Dave.
2: <laughs> you didn't even know we
3: were going for that, did you? Thanks buddy oh,
1: man. Proud to be a part of this number.
2: <laughs> you know it's funny, Cody listened to like 71 shows and he's probably thinking, wow, you know these guys you know I've been listening this long clearly he thinks uh, they got a solid show going and they he <clears> comes <throat> on he's like, is this what really goes on? like what the <laughs> fuck? Like oh my god, they just got bad when I came on. What can I say I'm a bad influence.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Batman show. We're gonna do that very soon. The um, the Dark Knight Rises show, and uh, that's why we started our little stupid thing because we were talking about that before. So that will come soon. We got a laundry. Well, I got a laundry list full of shit. If you guys got shit too, great. We can add on to the four-hour show already. And uh, that's coming soon, so, yeah. And it's perfect, too, because it's like a fucking winter movie, kind of, It's like sort of. Uh,
2: Yeah, I
5: think it actually is. It is, man.
3: Yeah, when when the city's being taken over, it's snowing and shit. Dude, he fights Bane in the middle of the (laughs) daylight in the (laughs) snow. It
2: snows in one scene, Dan, chalks it up to a winter movie. Like, what the fuck is going on (laughs) here, dude?
3: You're going to stab me. You could easily kill me back in the mansion while you were fucking riding me, but you're going to stab me while I got my full armor on, while you're about to blow up the bomb. Oh, this movie's bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wasn't Batman 2 a, a Christmas movie? Chris, oh, that's right, With Catwoman and Penguin. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Batman Returns. Yeah.
3: I don't <laughs> like that movie. The only cool part of that movie was the Bat-boat. The Bat-bone? <laughs> no, that's what he gave Catwoman. <laughs> a bad boat. Liquid hot magma. Um, but, but I but yeah. uh,
4: I thought Penguin number three was pretty hot. It yeah? I
2: know long. what you're talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. It's been too many years for me, bro. Yeah, it well, is. It, long too it, many years, too many beers. What do you guys <laughs> think about
3: Michael Keaton? though? Because he's coming back for Beetlejuice, too. We were just talking about... He's in the new RoboCop, too, man. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, dude.
1: It's funny. I'm laughing at him. He's a freaking <laughs>
2: complete retro. I think the sad part is, 30 years from now, he'll be doing another white noise movie.
4: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
3: <laughs> that movie was so bad. Whatever, dude. I'll, I'm down for it. White noise, dude. I mean, okay, listen. White noise wasn't horrible, but white noise isn't exactly my cup of tea. Michael Keaton's always. I think Michael Keaton's good in everything he does, but he was a good Batman, yeah, Mr. dude. Mister <laughs> Mob, dude. Multiplicity. Yeah, I like pizza. <laughs> Come on, dude. That movie, rock and stuff. But uh, and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> pizza and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Key it's fucking awesome but I think he played a good Batman um and hey what do you guys is uh we talked about this briefly uh Cody what do you think about Ben Affleck being cast as Batman
4: I think he's probably uh receiving a lot of unnecessary hate Mm -hmm. uh I'm not thrilled about it but I mean the guy's a huge comic fan him and uh kevin smith are uh supposed to be really good buddies and he's supposed to be a huge batman fan so you know i i think he catches a lot of shit because of daredevil which was not entirely his fault i wouldn't say. it
3: wasn't his fault at all dude yeah well, see, that's the, that's the fucking latest news, dude. They're saying Nightwing's going to be in this movie. So, that like, the, Batman versus Superman with a Nightwing, with a grown-up fucking Dick Grayson. I mean, to me, oh, I, was so, I was really excited, but I'm just... Wait a
2: minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't get the young Dick Grayson yet, though. Exactly. Exactly. That makes no sense. Isn't um, the famous dude supposed to be Robin? Uh, Joseph gordon levitt Levy, yeah, the one from Halloween H2O.
3: This ain't Nolan series anymore at all. It's it's totally different, you know? It's not
1: going to be Matt Damon? Matt Damon's going to be Robin? That's what I thought, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, how how pissed off you think he gets every time somebody asks him that? He's probably so bored of it by now.
2: No, but seriously, Dan, so you're telling me that because this isn't the Nolan series anymore, that that is scrapped?
3: That wasn't even supposed to be Robin in that movie, dude. That was supposed to be a little wink at the audience. It was in no way supposed to be the Robin character.
2: Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was obvious. Wow, I thought it was going somewhere. Yeah, that's another flaw that movie. Then. <laughs>
3: It's movie. one of those tricks, though. It's one of those tricks that they kind of fuck with you, and then, you know, you watch it a million times like I do, and you realize it's definitely the case. Because it's a nice little nod, and I thought it was a great way to fucking end the end the series. I really did. I thought that was a fucking fat trilogy, uh, <laughs> you know, even with the third one being what it is. And I actually do love that movie, But
2: Yeah, Catwoman is smoking. You see, here's the thing. When, when I heard that whatever her name is is going to be in that movie as Catwoman... I was like, come on. Is there any other actresses in the world? Like, is this the only person we could hire for movies? And I got to tell you, man, that was the perfect person to hire for that movie. She was hot. I liked her character. I liked the way she acted. That was an – she reminded me a lot of uh, Julie Newmar, actually, if anybody knows. Yes,
4: absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cody it's great having you on bro uh you know you're the man me and you you know we became friends about I don't know I'd say a little over a year ago you share the biggest connection that I know of with Sleepaway Camp dude you hooked me up with that book so just I'd like to say thank you for that again now that I'm actually talking to you
4: hey my pleasure man i am I'm glad you enjoyed it
2: Dude, it's awesome. It's such an insight to the Sleepaway Camp series. Uh, I like how they talked about all all four of them, I think, actually. They give you, like, a psychological look like you wouldn't even believe. I think that book is weird because it even, I think, it reads too much into the Sleepaway Camp series. Like, they're looking at things that I don't even think were intended. Yeah, right? But when you, even though they did that... It still makes sense, yeah. It still makes sense, yeah. Like, they were talking about, like, even... Um, as characters changed, had character arcs. The camera was angled differently at them and shit like that. Like they were that into it, dude. It was crazy. But it's for a sleepaway camp fan. It's such a great read, dude. What was the name of that book again?
4: Uh, examining sleepaway camp. Uh, and the uh, <laughs> Troy H. Gardner uh, wrote it. You can pick it up on Amazon.com It's like dirt cheap now too. They've they've marked that- it down. Uh, you you can uh, you can download it for like. Uh, I think like 3 or 4 bucks. Oh shit. Yeah, Dan, and and
2: and Dave, I don't know if you how big you are in Sleepaway Camp. Oh my god. Fuck Yeah.
3: What do you guys think about the remake being made?
2: I don't know anything about it right now. Well, I, I, I just don't. know they're
3: working on it.
2: Uh Yeah, Cody, what do you think about
4: it? Well, uh I don't know, really I don't really know what to think. I, I don't know how to have anything really positive to say about it except i i really will be glad to see it uh, because hopefully it'll uh introduce uh, the originals to a whole new, whole new generation see
3: dude bands. i'm glad you said that cody you're right dude because is if you don't even like sleepaway camp dude you gotta you gotta give it its props now because a lot of it's still to this day Kind of look down upon now over the years, it grows bigger and bigger, but it's still not in those elite horror movies so if you're if you get remade though that kind of puts you in the category of you're the fucking shit, and it solidifies it like this is a solid franchise, well, at least a solid first movie I like,
2: yeah, dude, I put my foot in my mouth, I said this will never be right? because yeah, I, right? I said. <laughs> I guess I'm an idiot, dude, because I said it would never happen. And even, just everything about it, the premise, the name of it—is that's an 80s name, dude. Right. Like, that's weird to have a movie come out called Sleepaway Camp right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It, it, yeah. Actually,
3: I love it, though. It's perfect. Yeah, we'll see. It's too early to tell, obviously. <clears throat> I don't even know. Listen, I, I'm not excited about it, but I think it's fucking cool. And I think it, it solidifies uh, Sleepaway Camp is one of the one of the cool cooler top franchises, you know?
1: You know, anything's game, too. And they might not even call it Sleepaway Camp. I mean, just like, like Terror Train. They did, they had that loose remake, and they just called it Train, you know? Really? Yeah, and not a lot of people know that, but they, that's what it was. And that's what they do now. So they might not even call it Sleepaway Camp. And, and on top of that i give anything a a fair shot now as far as remakes. Some surprise, some come up and they surprise you and they're good. Some fall on their ass and they suck, but I don't feel there was a time where I was opposed to it all, and now...
2: Yeah, now it's part of your life. Yeah, I think they should just call it... They should just call it Penis Girl now.
1: (laughs) How about the crying camp? They call it that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tears will (laughs) drop of
3: blood. Um... Uh (laughs) Yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm not like super excited, but let's see. Like Dave said, we'll give it a shot. You know, we'll see. uh, We'll see what happens. I would love for uh, for Tiersten and Felissa to come back in some capacity, even if it's a cameo, dude. Because I don't know. That's just whatever. That's just my opinion, but yeah. Even uh, what's her name? Springsteen, there, dude. I think she's fucking awesome. Yeah, for her to come back and something, something, something.
4: I actually like. Pamela Springsteen a little better than uh, Felicia Rose in uh, the role and uh, well that's not really fair to say because I mean, it as you guys have mentioned before it's it's almost uh, two and three are almost an entirely different different franchise totally uh, yeah. but I yep. think I think Felicia Rose could come back now and play kind of like that Springsteen uh, character from parts two and three and totally pull it off.
3: Yeah, dude. I I watched The Perfect House, by the way, and I and I really fucking. Oh, it's it. good, right? Yeah, it is good. Remember, I ragged on that too. I'm such a dickhead. <laughs> uh, I was like, "Will you be seeing this, Dan?" I'm like, "No," and I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, me-
2: you remember saying that?"
3: I do. I remember a lot of shit, dude. For a pothead, I remember a
2: shitload of things. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dan, are you gonna watch this? You were like, no. <laughs> you know,
1: my um, brother knows that kid. He's from Buffalo. And my brother, uh, I think he went to high school with him or something. The guy that directed The Perfect House with them. In, uh, oh, really? He lives in California. Yeah, he's a, he's a local from, from my area where I grew up. Yeah, he's like, uh, he came up the other day. And, he, you know, sometimes on Facebook they'll say recommended friends. Well, he, he's like friends with 33 people I know. So, he, so obviously he knows a lot of people I know. So I'm like, wait a minute. Then it's about The Perfect House. So naturally I friended him. I'm like, okay. And then I'll see you know. Because of the show, maybe I'll maybe I'll interview him or something. But oh yeah, you should. I think
2: I had the opportunity. I forgot what happened with that. Yeah. Um, well, Cody, I'm interested because you're so big on Sleepaway Camp. You know, you heard our retrospective, right?
4: Oh yeah, uh, actually, yeah. I, I've listened to it three or four times now. I was actually listening to your uh, part two and three res- retrospective on the way home from work today. <laughs> 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 Those are solid gold to me.
2: Thanks man. Well, okay, here's the big question then. What did you, you know, part 4 is obviously the most controversial. So obviously you either sided with with Dan and Mike or or me because they seemed to be more on the uh, you know, didn't dig it and I and I was sort of okay. I kept my interest. So what did what did you what was your experience with that movie?
4: I'm really glad you asked that. Actually, uh, <laughs> I I actually I found out about you guys through uh, John Kleiser, right? Uh, who is the uh, webmaster over at sleepawaycampfilms.com, the official website of Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, and he also did the the first edit and put together the all the footage for Sleepaway Camp 4.
2: Oh, that's that guy?
4: Yeah. Yeah, and this guy, he loves the franchise more than anyone I've ever met. And uh, I, I cannot not Sleepaway Camp 4... Uh, uh, just just because of knowing how much uh, uh, care he put into it, I mean.
3: So wait, he he recut it? You mean that's what...
4: Yeah,
2: he took. Okay, well, a lot of people don't know if. Okay, if you ordered that, <clears throat> if you had that Sleepaway Camp box set.
1: Yeah, the survival kit. I had that.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One of the DVDs is uh, like I don't know five, six, seven minutes of scenes that they like shot i don't know if they were really meant to be in the movie or if they were just test footage or whatever but they were supposed to make a part four called sleepaway camp the survivor and so this guy said well they're never going to finish this clearly so he took the first three movies and just took snippets from each one and then had somebody do a, a voiceover and then added those seven minutes in and try to present it as like a fourth movie or something so it's it's funny that you said that Cody because I was actually referring to Return to Sleepaway Camp but it's funny that you said that now I feel bad because I think we I think we said negative things about that and this guy promoted our show yeah
4: just a little oh, oh yeah yeah shit. absolutely in fact that's how I like that's how Oops. I found you guys uh in the first place uh it's <laughs> you, you're always talking about coincidences uh uh <laughs> On the show, I just happened to be one day uh, last uh, year. I happened to be uh, skimming through the channels, and I was aware that <coughs> Camp Two and Three uh, existed, but I just uh, I purposely avoided them because I thought they were direct DVD uh, right. trash uh, and uh, or direct to video trash rather, and right. uh, they were playing on uh, God, what channel uh, AMC Chiller they were playing on chiller well i just happened to uh skip onto the channel right uh right as sleepaway camp 2 was starting and they were playing them back to back and uh i watched them both and i was like holy shit I-, I thought i'd seen all the great franchises of the 80s and i'm like this is fucking awesome yeah. and uh so of course i was interested so i uh started Searching uh, the next day around, and I come by uh, SleepawayCampFilms.com, John Klyza's site, and he had just posted uh, a link to uh, you guys' uh, first Sleepaway Camp uh, retrospective. Oh, <laughs> oh. I had never oh. listened We're to a
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you didn't do it from the, from the, from the back end forward. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> are, from no, he
2: would have never heard about us. That would have been a- oh, shit. I feel like a total douche. That's why I hate doing this. Guys, I, I quit this show? I want you guys to take over.
3: <laughs> All this show is for me, Alex and I, is a realization that we're douches. <laughs>
2: That's what we learned in 71
1: shows. Dude. We are just
3: total. I learned that at show four, but I just keep going with it. <laughs> oh,
1: man. You know what? I was surprised at, at the hate that you guys had for it because I saw one time... After it came out, no. Uh, wait, I wait, 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 Dave.
2: You're are you referring to part Sleepaway? Uh, return to Sleepaway Camp or Sleepaway Four?
1: No, re- Return to Sleepaway. Okay, because I liked
2: it. I think. Yeah,
1: I. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. You said that you liked it, and and oh, uh, Dan sucks. and Mike did not. Yeah. But, You know, I watched it one time, and I remember what's his name was in his it, so it was funny? The guy from The Sopranos. So I thought that was big. Pussy. <laughs> oh that, yeah, big. Pussy. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So I watched it. Uh, it was I red boxed it and I I, I watched it. It might have been like maybe six months after it came out, and I think I burned it and I watched it one night uh, and I was like, "Hmm, it's kind of a throwback a little bit to uh, an '80s movie." It wasn't bad. Um, nothing groundbreaking, but kind of like "See No Evil." Like I enjoyed it. It was okay. How many times am I going to watch it? And I don't know, but I, I didn't mind it at all. And I and then when I listened to the show. You guys were just hating on. Him. Like, was I wrong? But Dave, 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 ouch. Dave, Dave,
3: Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave, Dave. You're gonna
1: compare Sleepaway
3: Camp for or yeah, that to See No Evil for real.
2: It's the you guys same realm to me. No, no, I think it is different. I think so. do you? Yeah. I, I think that
3: movie is so bad, dude. I don't care like how cool it was to have Phyllis Rose take off that mustache or whatever. <laughs> hey, that was Hey, throwback. That was cool. Like, I got it, but I was that movie was the biggest piece of shit ever. I'm no, sorry. It really
2: wasn't, dude. It really wasn't.
1: The feel of it. I don't even care about Felicity Rose that that part. I mean, that's okay, but the feel of it, it felt like like an '80s slasher to me, it had more of a feel than than modern movies have. You know mm-hmm. how you were talking about Stitcher and how you thought that was like an '80s slasher type vibe. Uh, Stitcher, uh-huh. stitches, sorry, how oh, do sure. you say stitches. Stitcher? Oh,
2: Dan, Dan <laughs> loves talking about stitches. Dan.
1: Okay, yeah. well, stitches. It was like an '80s horror movie. <laughs> That's what you guys were saying, dude. <laughs> stitches. <laughs> let's get into this because
2: there's so many movies out there, but we should focus on stitches because. <laughs> <laughs> that is i told you that is an 80s written it looks like they took a script out of this dusty pile in a box at some studio from the (laughs) 80s and they said let's make this shit now that is what stitches is if you love 80s horror and even dude even the theme clowns and shit like that that's so 80s and they still made that shit work man i'm sorry Dan thinks it's retarded to even talk about that movie, but you know what, man? Stitches <laughs> deserves props. I bought that shit on Blu-ray. I like. I it. just
3: find it funny, like looking back, that was Stitches and Smiley.
2: <laughs> <laughs> smiley, we did <could> a <laughs> show. Like, smiley,
3: like we could do fucking The Exorcist. We could do um. We could do The Shining, dude. We could do so many movies, and we're doing fucking. We're doing Smiley.
1: Um, <laughs> that's funny.
3: I love it. That's what's it. good
1: about the show, though, man. You do different shit. You know, you gotta bounce <laughs> around, and you know that's fun. But, I, but I... what you said about stitches is kind of the way I also feel about Return to Sleepaway Camp. It had that eighties feel to me.
3: Yeah, right.
1: I guess I, only I saw it once. So. I saw okay. I saw
3: that the um, you know, just the way it was shot on that camera. It just seemed a little too cheesy for my taste. And and granted, that is the eighties style. I guess um. I guess if you try to adapt an 80s style per se and put it into the context of today and, 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 and try and make it relevant, it doesn't work for me, you know? And the movie that we're about to talk about is clearly like an 80s slasher yeah, setup, it but it's not shot that way. It's shot MTV style, dude. Yeah. It's shot with, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I guess it's more of, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. And I appreciate that you brought that up because that's perfect. But I guess it's adapting that 80s style. And trying to carry it over that I don't really dig, you know. It just right. it, it just seems like that it, it's cheap to me, you know. It's like
2: it does seem sort of cheap, yeah.
3: Well, because technology progresses, and you're kind of doing it in a way where it's just like uh, not technology, just in itself, but
2: looks and feels of stuff.
3: Yeah, like it, it, just everything. I don't know. Just to I'd me, it just,
1: it. do you? I guess- that's where I'm different than you. Yeah, I prefer it, and that's like like you, you saw like House of the Devil. It yep. was the same type of thing. How they put it, yeah. ba- anything that that's filmed now but has an '80s look, I appreciate it for that. If you can pull it off, right? Yeah, and but that but see that
3: felt like an '80s movie to me, dude. Like that seems yeah. like I literally threw in a VHS. Now Sleepaway Camp Four seems like a, a, a movie made today. Like there's Jonathan Twiston too. That was well, you know made.
2: why it's because of the it's because of the the wardrobe too. That to exactly. exactly. It didn't match. Like they're trying to do 80s but they're dressing everybody up like like dirtbag kind of kids from the 90s or 2000s. It just it there was some kind of weird off. There was a, something was offset. It didn't it couldn't it didn't mesh the right way. And but at the same time, it was still interesting and and I don't know. Like, I understand what Dave's saying, like, and I understand what you're saying, and I'm in the middle there, because I, I didn't think it was that bad, you know? It was it was entertaining at the, to, at the least.
1: That's what I say. It's not bad. I only saw it one time, and I didn't think it was bad, but when I listened to the show, I was surprised at the amount, okay. you know, uh, yeah. yeah, I was, oh, really? You guys really thought it was that bad? It just kind of took me by surprise a bit, but, you know, whatever. Different strokes. I think it sucks.
2: So. <laughs> I'll 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 say it the right way now. What did you think of Return to Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> okay. And now this is a completely different Like, I clearly don't know how to word my question, so I'll just reword <clears throat> that.
4: <laughs> the thing about Return to Sleepaway Camp, uh well I saw it I saw it before I saw Sleepaway Camp two and three. I saw it right when it first came out because uh i saw the original <laughs> When I was a teenager, I come by the VHS of it it's a little mom and pop's uh, video rental place, and of course, like uh, most horror fans, uh, it, it the ending blew me away, and I was hooked. And when I heard Sleepaway or sleep, uh, Return to Sleepaway Camp was uh, in the works, I was like, Yeah, of course, I got to see this. Hmm. And <laughs> it, to me, like you guys said, I didn't think it was a bad. Bad, well, maybe bad. Yeah, it's like bad, reviews. but okay in a way. It's, it pales it's in comparison okay. to the original. <laughs> and for it being written and directed by the same guy, Robert you Heltzig. Know, yeah. Uh, I just, it didn't do a lot for me. But that being said, you know, I, I've watched <laughs> it several times. It's, it's not horrible. And then, then after we'll finally getting to see parts two and three, and as much as I love them, I'm like, yeah yeah they really should have continued on that route instead of <laughs> which i understand why he didn't you know i'm sure robert Hildick probably doesn't even acknowledge those yeah uh but i think he should i, I think felissa rose was terribly wasted and John, jonathan tiersten no. was terribly wasted in that film
2: that's what i said to her i was trying you know when i interviewed her i was like I was trying to allude to the idea, you know, sometimes I try to like steer people in directions when I interview and, uh, you know, I was like, you know, were you happy in the capacity that they used you in return (laughs) to sleepaway camp, but she just didn't buy the bait. She was like, yeah, I was so happy to be playing a crazy role like that. I'm like, are you serious? Like, honey, (laughs) (laughs)
3: listen, sugar tits
2: yeah like come on like okay i love you she
3: ain't gonna admit that though dude but i you can see where she's coming from too where you know like even her saying that like would probably upset somebody you know that yeah you yeah the director, right or anybody yeah. so yeah it's a lot of politics but do you know she was fucking yeah, probably at least at the very least a little let down that she wasn't given a full fucking role but yeah, they, she ain't gonna say that
1: no, she's gung-ho, and she's happy about it, has the right attitude. It's better than her being a bitch and snobbing it like some other Well, yeah, and I'm sure the yeah.
4: movie, uh, doing that film, got her, started getting her a lot more work, I'm sure. Hi. Yep. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Well, clearly it did. She was, yeah. uh, I think she was in about five movies since then. Uh, she's so
3: fucking hot, dude. Oh.
2: <clears throat> oh, her lips, man. Oh, my God. Lord. Oh, my Gary Garver interviews a guy dressed up as Darth Nihilus from Star Wars at a Comic Con convention.
5: Uh,
6: who are you? Uh, I am Darth Nihilus. <laughs> do you still live at home with your mother? No. Do
5: you? No, I don't.
6: Oh, good. Good. Do you you feel- kind of sound like you do. Really?
5: Yeah. Do you feel gay for being so into Star Wars?
6: Uh, no. Do you?
5: I'm not into Star Wars. Oh, uh, that's too bad, then. Not really. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't dress up like that, dude. Yeah. Well, too bad. Is it? Yeah. Have you ever picked up a chick by talking to her about Star Wars? Uh, no. No? Have you? Have I? I? Don't yeah. talk about it, dude.
6: Okay. All right? You seem to be talking about it a lot today. Well, I'm asking people like you oh, who I are see. freaky looking.
5: I see. Yeah. Why are you getting so offended, man? I'm not. When you act like an asshole, when people treat you like yeah. don't be surprised. Hey, hey, what else you got to say to me? <laughs> You're an asshole for fucking dressing like that.
6: My name is...
7: Darth Nihilus. <laughs> And they put his name on a whole bunch of lists for, like, telemarketers. Uh-huh. And here's uh, Darth Nihilus getting a call from a telemarketer.
4: <laughs> yes.
8: Okay, is Darth
6: home? Uh, I am Darth Nihilus. I'm sorry? Darth Nihilus.
8: <laughs> exactly. Is, are they available? Yes. Oh, okay. This is I'm calling you from University. I did. I received a form that you submitted about trying to get yourself a bachelor's degree in management. Yes. Okay, that's something that you're interested in? Yeah. Okay. So where do you work right now? I don't know. You don't know?
6: Uh, no, do you?
8: No, well, if you don't know where you work, I don't think you want to attend school.
6: Oh, that's too bad, then.
8: Oh, you have a degree? No, do you? Oh, of course. That's why I'm calling you to let you get one. Oh, good. Do you have one? No. You don't have one? No, do you? I sure don't, but hey, if you're not interested in school, that's that's quite all right, okay?
6: When you act like an asshole, don't be surprised.
8: Oh, of course not. Do you want to go to school? No, do you? It sounds like you may need a degree, so I I definitely want to help you out.
6: You seem to be talking about it a lot today.
8: Oh, of course, because if you want a degree, that's what I'm here for. Oh, good. Yeah, but I don't want to waste anyone's time, you know. I know your time is precious, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. So your time is precious, so let's talk. Clearly. Is this for you?
6: Yes. Uh, I am Darth Nihilus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Darth Nihilus.
8: Would you like to get into school? No, do you? Are you interested in getting yourself a bachelor's in management?
6: <laughs> uh, no, do you?
8: Are you interested in attending school?
6: No, do you? <laughs>
2: Howard Stern's beloved co-host, Robin Quivers. She's been shock
1: Chuck Howard Stern's radio wingwoman for over 30 years. Uh, She's Howard Stern's right-hand woman, but now radio personality Robin Quivers is stepping out of the studio.
7: For more than 30 years, Robin Quivers has been by Howard Stern's side as his news anchor and, of course, his foil.
1: Hi, this is Robin, and you're listening to The Skeleton Crew.
2: So Cody, now you've been listening so since Sleepaway Camp. Uh, that was the summer, so I guess you went back to April
4: immediately after listening to the Sleepaway Camp retrospective.
2: Cool, thanks, man. Like that's awesome, dude. That's so cool that like because I was going to ask you which was the show that actually hooked you. So clearly that's the answer. And uh, I apologize to that dude who who turned Cody onto this. Uh...
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. We're douchebags. I admit it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so now, here's why this is important that you're on, Cody. What you don't know is, tonight, the night that this show is released, this is an historic night for the Skeleton Crew. That, and Dan, I didn't tell Dan either. Nobody <laughs> knows this.
3: What you got, son?
2: Tonight is the night that we officially, Dan and I, came to the conclusion that we can no longer work with Michael J. It's interesting because Cody is still friends with Mike, and that's cool. He's been on his show. I would love to hear your perspective. You know, you're into the show. You're digging how things are going. The Halloween Movie Awards comes to an end. And then the next show, we make the announcement that Mike is not here anymore.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> that's a lot to swallow. <laughs> uh, uh, Mainly, I was just depressed about it uh it was like when your mom and dad are fighting i mean (laughs) you know i thought all you guys were great and i just hated to see the the three amigos break up you know
2: yeah yeah so did i i hated it i i i couldn't believe it i was like what am i what are we gonna do now mike he was like kind of like my safety net in a way
4: yeah and it's I mean, the whole time I just remember thinking, "What a shame they got such a great thing going." And you know, it—I I didn't know what to think, you know. But I was like, you know, I—I I love what you guys do. Of course, I'm going to keep listening to the show. And then shortly after, Mike announced that he was going to come out with his uh, with the new show with the Morbidly Made, and I—I was like, well, I'm going to stick with that too, you know. And right. just like I followed, uh, just like I followed uh, Matt, but an Laser. and I am. <laughs> Super glad I did that, guys, because I fucking love Banana Laser. You guys, it, with the Halloween ret- retrospective, you guys just fucking killed it. That uh, The Thanks, Halloween uh, 5 you. and 6 retrospective, oh my <laughs> god, I laughed so hard, <laughs> and I damn near shit myself.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, you guys brother.
3: do have an Thank off-the-wall you.
1: fucking show, dude, I love it. Yeah.
2: What do you expect that us to shit? It's going to be off the wall. Cody, was I spot on or what with that? Like when I said that everybody should listen to their Halloween, was I right or what, man?
4: Oh yeah, man.
2: Fucking gold.
4: Dave, that was you guys best stuff yet. In my opinion, you guys just keep getting better. Uh, I love what you're doing. I love how you bring the, uh, a lot of the more obscure films, even some, like I said, that I, I haven't seen, you know, and, uh, Just like I have with the skeleton crew, you know. uh, Some of these movies, I thought I'd – like I said, uh, until I saw Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, I thought I'd seen all the great 80s slashers. Uh, I didn't know jack shit, apparently.
2: (laughs) Hey, neither do we, man. (laughs) Somehow we felt we were qualified to be here. (laughs) We're
6: not worthy.
2: So what was it like – clear so there's three stages of us you know mike leaving then you got the couple shows in between so i want to get your thoughts on those and then your (laughs) your thoughts your thoughts on jamie coming in and and what you thought that brought so how did you feel in like late november december when it was just (laughs) me and dan what (laughs) what was going through your head then
4: well uh, i knew you guys I knew it was going to be an adjustment, right? And, uh, my main concern, I was like, God, I hope the guys don't just say to hell with it and call it quit. You know,
6: we probably uh, should have.
4: Yeah, right. Because uh, I just want to say this: if I if I don't convey any other message this night uh, or tonight or other, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to say uh, during the two thousands, I, I was huge into horror as long as i can remember I, uh, that and that's one of the main things i, I connected with you guys with uh, right off the bat uh well, like well mainly with uh, alex with your uh, love of the universal horror films i grew up on those cool and, and uh my grandmother actually i'll tell a little bit of story here <laughs> my grandmother uh, when when we were kids of course i lived out in the middle of nowhere pretty much, out in the sticks. And uh, we, when I was, whenever I was a kid, uh, we had one of those ginormous satellite dishes in our backyard. Right. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to watch different channels, you actually had to go out and <laughs> loosen up some bolts and adjust.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and my, my grandmother, all and she's like barely five foot tall. She would go out and moved this thing in the middle of the night so she could record those universal horror films for me when i was like seven eight years old
3: wow oh shit man and uh
4: and i grew up on those and uh just remember watching them with her and then about the time i was hit my teens i uh i got into uh 70s and 80s horror and uh i was just out nice. of hills since then with that uh i went through everything i could find in my little Po Dunk town i live in <laughs> at, uh, at the two mom and pops uh
2: video stores yeah
4: yeah yeah and uh i was one of those guys that would go in there and spend like two hours <laughs> staring
2: at the boxes yeah
4: yeah yeah trying to decide what they're in and uh i was a teenager in the 90s so of course, there wasn't much going on with horror then, aside from Scream. You know, yeah, like just Scream the yeah. last summer. And uh, by the time the two thousands got here, uh, after I thought I'd got through pretty much all of the great eighties flicks, I, I and when we got into the whole torture porn era, yeah, I, I really lost my interest in in the genre, and and it really broke my heart to do that because uh, to leave it behind because it. it it was such a big part of my upbringing. When I come across you guys and Sleepaway Camp two and three, you know, it kind of
2: reignited it.
4: Oh yeah, it reignited my love for the uh, genre. And you know, I've been, like I said, because of you guys and and uh, Banana Laser and Morbidly Made, been uh, getting uh, to uh, see these movies I haven't I didn't even know existed. You know, classics. From mm. the seventies and eighties, and you know, it, it's just it's a love fest for me. I mean, I'm I think it's uh, awesome what you guys are doing.
2: Thanks, dude.
4: It's uh, it's really meant a lot to me.
2: Yeah, like literally, I told Dan this like uh, eight nine months ago. I said, you know, man this this show has completely changed my point of view on horror itself because I'm uh, I'm more apt to watching stuff I probably would have never bothered with. Sometimes it's it's our homework, you know, like Jaws One, Two, Three, and Four <laughs> You know, and, and things like that. We'd never watch that on any regular day. But <laughs> but uh watching it for a retro is cool and you know, they definitely keep on top of the current stuff. That is cool. We feel like we're we're living it, not just remembering it. I think, yeah, the whole it's a great experience, I think. Um if for everybody who's passionate enough you know if if you're passionate enough it's like and the thing interesting about banana laser is that i remember that matt Called us and left voicemails all the time. Or no, we were reading listener letters. Listener letters. Holy <laughs> shit, we haven't done that in forever, dude. Need to bring that uh,
3: back, guys. I'm gonna send one just that. so you just
1: so you do it, Dan. I'm gonna send a listener
3: letter. <laughs> listener letters. It, it don't, don't get, get any no better
1: than listener <laughs> letters.
2: <laughs> and and Matt was writing to us all of October last, and this is so weird, like how things come like full circle. He was writing to us he was pretty much watching all the Halloween movies for the first time, or it seems like, uh, if you listen back to those shows, like he never was into the whole franchise. And to think...
1: Yeah, he still isn't. <laughs> yeah, he still isn't.
2: <laughs> to think that he did that a year ago, and then a year later he put out probably, I think, the greatest shows yeah. in horror radio.
0: Well,
2: With that oh, topic not... is, is incredible and... If if there was any, if, if anybody gave a flying fuck about this stuff and they actually ranked any of these or, I you know, took in, I think that shit would be in the top, like, tw- 25, minimally.
3: And, the, yeah, and they do it, you know, as a show and it's, it's a fun podcasting way to do it because you get to express all that shit. But, um, yeah, but that's the thing, like... Okay, for me, it's it's we're all horror fans, and it's all it obviously brings everybody together. Okay, so I think everybody's got their own path. Obviously, growing up, you watch certain movies and shit, but it's literally like a fucking exchange at this point. Like, yo, we gotta do this. You know, have you guys seen this? And that's all it really is at the end of the day. I mean, one of the, and I, I'm not I'm not saying I had anything to do with it, but one of the proudest moments for me was when Alex got into uh, Adam Green shit. Because I was a huge Adam Green fan for a while, and not to say that you were resistant, dude, because you weren't, but you just weren't into it, you know you were just like, "Ah, yeah, I've heard of it, I saw hatchet, yeah, whatever and uh and then you know you got into it more, and for me, it's like shit like that, and then hearing what Cody just said, and you know we've talked to you Dave before, and we we all have stories like that, dude, so I think it all rubs off funny on, on on everybody and uh. And it's cool, man. That's what it's all about, right? I mean, like you said, I wouldn't, dude. I, we're not horror aficionados. We never claim to be ever, but well, Dave did. We well, Dave. Yeah, but he said he he's is the
2: though. '80s.
1: What, what, what was your title, Dave? On uh, Clay? Oh, remember that shit. <laughs> 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 my, yeah, my little, my little sub moniker on, on the site. Well, you said everybody pick a thing, so yeah, I did. I, I called myself the uh, the '80s slasher aficionado. Yes. <laughs>
6: <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry,
1: Dan, I'm, really I'm really not though. Someone said something yesterday on, on our on our Facebook page about freaking, uh you know, Dave Z's seen everything. I'm like, nah, I go, I probably seen eighty percent of the eighty slashers, but but Jason right. Lloyd Jason
2: Lloyd's seen everything.
1: You know yeah, what I'm saying? You yeah. I I've here. seen a lot of eighty slashers, but
2: Well, I think Lloyd and Dave are two aficionados, in my opinion. Uh Lloyd clearly beats us all. He gets every screener in the world, he watches everything. Cody, now, so you, you dealt with the adjustment. It was just me and Dan. Jamie popped on. David Anders popped on. We did our own thing. So we, you didn't have to go through too much, I think. There was about two – there was about three shows maybe with just us. So when Jamie comes on for the the, the, uh, the Texas Chainsaw retrospective and, and we said she's our official person, was it, was it a ray of sunlight for you?
4: Honestly, I was kind of on the fence at first. Uh my my main concern with Jamie was I was worried I was worried that uh you know, I knew she did several other podcasts and I was worried that she wouldn't be able to devote the time and you know, couldn't go into it wholeheartedly, but uh, I mean, I I was completely uh vindicated on that. Uh she uh she really has brought a different angle to the show and uh and uh, i think she's awesome definitely uh one thing i will say about jamie which i really wish she was here tonight but uh she definitely keeps me guessing because uh sometimes
6: oh,
4: oh yeah whenever whenever she uh gives a review on something you know sometimes it'll be spot on like that's exactly what i would say and then uh, the next time uh, the next movie to be like exact opposite uh, well kind of like her with the uh which with the hatchet films oh
0: God right.
4: or the uh, or the nightmare remake I honestly I almost <laughs> I was listening to uh it was you guys show I don't remember what episode though but uh uh when you were talking about the remake your remakes and uh, I all literally almost ran off the road <laughs> I was when she said which she said oh, yeah, I liked the Nightmare on Elm Street remake a lot better than the Friday the 13th or Texas Chainsaw remake. I was like, what? <laughs> what?
3: What, what, what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I can't believe she likes that movie. I remember Mike tried to convince me that that was, he had the weirdest argument. He said to me, me and Mike used to do our own Sunday show when we were on this other shit show, and and we used to do like a Sunday show, and it was just me and him. And he said, "Dude, the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, remake, it's good on blue." For, this was his argument, believe it or not. It was it's good if on Blu-ray.
1: <laughs> and i was like really makes no sense that, that somehow changed the content of it yeah, yeah, yeah. i could see now
2: <laughs> i could see shit clearly i like, can see clearly yeah, like, like, now
1: <laughs> the rain is the gone. shit is gone
2: <laughs> so i actually bought into this and i was like well maybe he met maybe he meant like you know you watch it again you know you already know what you're in for so just same thing with evil dead remake you know that happened to me You know what you're in for. Let's give it another roll. I did. And here's what I took away from it. The movie absolutely sucks. But the one cool part, and it's only because I'm a guy, is the whole part with that blonde. Uh, Do you guys know her name? She's smoking, huh? Katie Cassidy. Katie Cassidy? Oh, God. Like, I could just edit that part and just keep that and just watch it every week, man. Like she's so hot, it carries me through her scenes. I don't know. Am I am I that shallow or, or is it good that part?
3: It is good and yes, you're shallow. But uh, you know, the, the Nightmare remake does have a lot of good shit uh, in it. I think that because I've rewatched it a few times and uh, uh, I've dude. You know. <sighs> I watched it recently because it was on TV, and I went back and watched it again just to fucking see what I saw in, in that viewing, which is um, – it's fucking – it's not like – OK, listen. It, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I really do like what they did with a lot of shit. So with, my biggest problem with that movie is I had different expectations for it. Like I thought they could have taken all the dream sequences and really done something cool with them. but uh, uh, visually um not like oh he's stepping into a cgi like no and we're not getting little fucking freddy heads like you know what was it part whatever just like it's not freddy's dead yeah it's not like that with the
2: meatball he was in the meatball pizza in the meatball pizza, yeah, exactly. I love soul food, yeah. Oh, part five, yeah. You gotta love part
3: five, dude. Okay, I yeah, sure but you do. But it's just to me though. It, okay, I understand its problems and, and whatever, but I don't know, man. I really enjoyed the last few watches. So
2: yeah. Oh, thank God, Cody's not driving. Cody, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're dead. You're <laughs> dead. <laughs> it's not that bad.
1: <laughs> I, I understand people with it though, but it's whatever, you know. Awesome. By the way, I listened to the last show, of course, and um, Jerry was talking about how we listened to that that infamous episode um, recently. And I got to tell you, I listened to it this year too. I had to. And that it, that falls in line now for me with every other October October tradition. Really? <laughs> yeah. Everybody
3: thinks we were like really like joking or or that was not real
1: oh no I, I, that's what's great about it that it is real
3: that's <laughs> what I you know, thought so. that,
1: that's the entertainment value in it so <laughs> I'm going to listen to this show every fucking year it's part of my rotation now just well, like anything else
3: just so, so you- much awkwardness
2: <laughs> are you going to make the Tom Atkins interview a, a yearly part of your life
1: I planned on it and I listened to the show this year uh, but I only listened to the first I didn't actually get to the interview I some. I somehow ran out of time. You son of a I planned on it. I mean How can you forget Tom freaking Oh I didn't forget, you know what happened? Thrill me,
4: you sons of bitches.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Remember he picked up the phone that way, Alex? (laughs) Like when we first picked up the phone, he goes, Thrill me. And we were just like, Yeah (laughs) we were so from that second on. We were like, actually we're not recording yet, but Oh, it's great, dude. It's great. Well you guys
1: put up Put out so much shit of your own and long shows this October. Not to mention my shows, which I had to listen to before they went out to the public because I always have to. Uh, there was just not enough time. But I had – it was on the agenda. It was going to be Michael J. first, of course, because that's top notch, <laughs> followed by Tom Atkins. But I just ran out of time in the Atkins episode. But now that you mention it, fuck it. I don't care if it's November. I'm listening to it tomorrow
2: yeah exactly I actually I I had to hear that again in the summer because I love that guy so much I just had to check that out again Uh, I just hope that the the Halloween movie awards becomes a tradition oh I listened to
1: I couldn't even wait for October I think I listened to that um, you know what I did yeah well well, you know what gentlemen I was preparing for our retrospective so on top of watching the Halloween movies I was in such a mood for them because it was, you know, it wasn't October yet. I, we started the thing. We started recording before October began. So, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. yeah you know how it goes. So I'm watching the movies and I'm, I have all this on the mind. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to listen to the Hollywood Movie Awards. <laughs> you know, so I listened to The Curse. I listened to the Holly Movie Awards. And then I listened to the infamous show that you we were speaking of earlier when it was just you and Dan. And then halfway through the show, you acknowledged the elephant in the room and that Michael wasn't there. Because that's just an interesting show, the podcast divided. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you remember the title? Jesus, thank. I know well, that one. That one, of course, because it's a good title. <laughs> I don't remember every title, but that, that that was a good title, so it stuck with a podcast. Divided, and you know. It's
3: it's it, uh, we're so happy to hear you say that too, because uh, you know, me and Alex kind of struggled with that one because we would the um
2: we hate it pretty much.
3: No, no, it's you not. Know. It's not that. It's <laughs> not that. It, it's the. I'm talking about the Halloween awards because I think. Listen, it's like this. Not that we read too much into it, but we we put so much into that. Like, I mean, a fuck, we put a lot into that, and and there was a ton of editing, and 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 not editing, but you know what I mean, like
2: Produ- producing. Yeah. yeah,
3: producing, production, and with with everything, and it took so long, and and I don't know. It just for for some reason, when people mention shows, they don't mention that a lot. Me and Alex are always like, really. Oh. Fuck, man! I guess they didn't like it, but I know people do and shit, and they dig it. But it just—it didn't seem like it had a good payoff for for all the time we put in for it. People,
1: you know what I mean? It's wow! Just, it,
3: it's one. I of thought those it was
1: regarded automatically. Do you guys remember when I put that thing up about a year ago or so? Maybe not a year ago, but it, it, I put up the the awards, the the Skeleton Crew awards on the yes. group page. Oh yes. yes. What did I have? What, do you remember what I had selected as best overall episode? That wasn't the time. Yeah, be- that was the award for best overall episode, Halloween award. So that was. Well, you're the only one with good taste. No bullshit. Cody, <laughs> I know you love it. Uh,
4: come on. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Right, Cody? Absolutely. Yeah. It was so different uh, <laughs> Many anything you guys have done well, thus far. Uh, we yeah.
1: I think it's obvious. The Friday the 13th retro. It's always getting me near and dear to me. It started me on the show, and I'm, you know, how I feel about the Friday series, of course. Even though it was the early days and it wasn't what it is now, I still love those shows, and I I listen to them the most. But after those, the Halloween. shows. you shut the the fuck
2: up? (laughs) No, I look look so fondly. Uh, You know, a lot of people, like, uh, write to me and stuff, and, you know, on Facebook, and they say... You know, are you still? T- did you ever start talking to Mike again? Did you know? Do you look back on those shows and you don't like them anymore? You know, I don't know. No. I I I'm very fond of of all that. I don't I don't think Mike was like the bad periods of our show. No,
1: shit happens in life. Too. No, they're all enjoyable. Yeah, shit does happen, but this show is great regardless of who else was on it. As long as you two were there, and I'm not saying those guys aren't great because Jamie's great too, of course. And Michael was great, too, in his own way. It was just, right. it's different. They're great for different reasons, but they're all they're all very enjoyable. And you know what? You can f- see you got you got your shit unfold towards the end. And even on the show, on the Halloween show, you guys are kind of bickering a little bit. But to me, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm sick, but I kind of enjoyed it. And then I enjoy the falling apart thing and what it led to because you guys succeeded. I mean, if that would have been the end of the show... Then i right. i would have never listened to that that show again the podcast divided it would have been mm. depressing but now to see what happened in, in the journey where you are now it's it's very interesting it's like subplots you know with, yeah with right yeah
2: like honestly that halloween awards i think mike did a a great job he did i thought he was on on point the whole time i don't have any anything against that you know i'm i'm proud as shit that he was on that and he did what he did it's I don't. It's a weird balance. Like, is it like do you care more that Mike messed up this whole great thing, or is it great that Jamie came in and made it better? In my opinion. You know, it's. So I think nice.
3: everything happens for a reason. To be perfectly honest with you, I know it sounds cheesy, but I, I, I really like the way everything um, ended up, it panned and, out. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, everybody thinks that you know it. really we are divided and shit like that. I mean, I've reached out to Mike a few times, and and he's been um, less than receptive. I had one conversation with him, and, and it didn't end well. But the thing is, dude, I love Mike, and that's the thing. For you know. It, that's that's mike like we, you know mike is mike and you you, you know love him or hate him i will always love mike i think he's a great dude it's just we all had different priorities you know and and me and alex's priorities just happened to align a certain way and and it didn't it didn't go that way for everybody which is fine dude not going to sit here and talk shit you know i mean you guys was, spent whatever. a
1: lot of time together you guys spent a lot of time together recording
3: and you know, and hours the hours
1: that like, go into that you make bonds And regardless of what happens,
3: dude, regardless of what happens off fucking air or whatever you want to call it, dude, that doesn't – that doesn't mean anything for fucking when we're all talking movies and when we're all like, you know, basically friends and shit like that. It doesn't infringe on it at all. But – but that's the thing, though. It's all about how you make it work after, you know, something like that could have broke us down and, and really fucked things up. But we just chose to keep going, doing our thing. And and I think it worked out for the better, man. I really do. But that doesn't take away from Mike. That doesn't take away from Jamie. You know, being those old shows where, where, with Mike, were good, too. I think all of them were, were equally as fun and insightful and, you know, all the same shit that I usually get out of all the shows, you know, so except for the House 3 review.
2: <laughs> that was the only show i think that we thing really regretted. sucked.
3: well, too.
2: Yeah, right. You know, i i just think what bugs me the most about this whole thing with mike is his reasons behind it all. I mean, it just made no sense. You think that you're starting something genuine with somebody that, you know, this is more about friendship than it is about shows or how you look or or anything like that and and you know, the whole reason we're called the skeleton crew is because it was the joke was that it was a show without a host because at that time we didn't know any better and we thought that we were on a show with a good host. Like we didn't know what the possibilities really were in doing a horror radio and things like that. We thought it was just, you know, being unprepared and just chit-chatting and shit like that and that's all you could really do with it. We didn't know any better. <laughs> so to us it was like, well, we have no we have no one steering the ship, we have no direction but we're just all going to get in and do it and it's going to be cool. And the craziest part about that whole aspect is that I stepped up to what, you know, my responsibilities were. I said, I do have a vision here and I, I do feel that there's a way to do this differently and to make it fulfilling to horror fans, to people who just like good, fun talk, you know, just how do you do both of those combined? How do you keep a show fun how do you keep it good? How do you keep it this and that? just make it completely fulfilled and not just like one dimensional? I really, really stepped up and came through for Mike and Dan was you know the the guy I brought in and he came through for me, and I appreciated Dan, but Mike didn't appreciate me at all uh because it just became so much work and the shows were going out so often and he didn't realize that when you actually do put work into a show unlike what we were doing before it's actually harder to get them out every week it takes more time it takes more preparation it's just there's just so much more to it so the reason mike turned on me the ultimate reason was because i said mike it's just this is be taking up too many of my days during the week and i have so many other uh, other interests bro i said we got to move this to once every 10 days we can't do once a week because this is a real show now that we're doing and he just would not go for that he felt that when I changed the schedule of once every week to once every 10 can you imagine this three days I asked for he felt that me doing that was taking over and I needed to be knocked down a few pegs because it's his show too and I don't call those shots imagine I'm doing all the production and he called himself producer, by the way. I, I didn't even get credit for that. Imagine that. <laughs> and now look at the production of his... Or I'll, I'll give you a little clip in a, in a minute of the production of his show. And, and look at the production of this one. Did it change at all when Mike left? Did anything really change? No. So, I mean, it, you know, the writing is on the wall. It's just really despicable. And you want to know the sickest part about the whole 10-day thing and how we broke up because of that? Now that he has to do the production... He could barely get two shows out a month because now he has to do what I did. And it's all cool now because it's Mike. But when I said I couldn't do it, oh, shit. He, he's going to start throwing his weight around and fuck shit up on our show. The fact that Mike, you know, turned on me and, 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 the, and he hates me for saying I can't do this with you and he will not talk to me for a straight year now. And we've been friends for ten years. Just like amazes the hell out of me because he he has he has a, uh, a friend if you want to call him that that literally robbed him for some reason. Mike put his credit card on on this dude's phone account for his cell phone, and it was only supposed to be temporary or something, or he was gonna get paid back. And then he you know he said, "Dude, can you take my credit card off your phone? I can't pay anymore." And this dude refused to do it. He fucking ripped Mike off for $2,000. Months went by. Mike didn't know how to, like, say, you know, just scream and say, what the fuck are you doing? Mike was on disability. You know, Mike was making no money. And this guy still took Mike's money for his cell phone so he didn't have to pay. I mean, this is a true piece of human garbage. And Mike's friends with him again. But me, somebody who Mike attacked...
1: Well, who knows? Maybe one day. Maybe one day there's a, a reunion special.
4: Maybe when that one of the... You know, one the Dave, I was, like. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs>
1: right? Just for shits you know, and giggles. And- if Mike wants to do it. You know, why not? Well,
3: that's all it is, guys. I'm sorry, but me and Alex do want to do it. i like, don't. I mean, listen, I... I and I respect oh, well, Mike for that. Do? I get it. You know, I get it. You know, because... I don't know. I don't want to air out too much of it. But, you know, last conversation I had with him, let's just put it this way. It, it didn't end with a normal inside voice. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's it's, hey, I don't want it to be that way. I tried so hard, but he just, uh, you know, I don't know.
1: <laughs> hey, well, yeah. he's... Uh- he is who he is. Whatever. Exactly,
3: and and that's what it is, dude. I, like I said, I think everything happens for a reason, dude. I mean, I don't want anybody to ever fucking fail in this world. I want everybody to have fun and everybody to do their thing, you know? And if it just happens you're doing your thing with, with a different co-host on a podcast, like to me, as long as you're having fun talking movies and everybody's fucking, you know, having a good time, well, you're good. It's you money. There it
2: is.
1: It's, yeah, it's all you need don't take shots that's all it comes down to as long as nobody takes shots at this i can see at first i
2: don't dude john rhodes is like riding
1: me like oh, fucking man. like
2: a harley bro i mean uh... fuck him yeah like fuck him really? like he he thinks he's something like he knows shit about anybody he doesn't know shit dude well and
1: not only
3: that he doesn't know you and you guys have no history real
2: yeah exactly so him taking jabs at me he just sounds like a fucking retard
3: that's like the chick, uh, you know, like two chicks fighting and then, you know, her friend comes in and starts pulling yeah, her exactly hair. It's like, dude.
2: bitch, who are you? <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? You're right. <laughs> right? Just to prove that, that, uh, you know, Mike went on and, uh, he's doing just fine. Mm-hmm. And his production value, the production value of the skeleton crew to his show has not changed. And I'm going to prove that right now because, uh. I think he's still doing just fine and this proves that he can do just as good or better without us how do you have a family parents
7: have a relationship with a child that doesn't talk but what i I take from you saying shut up mike one second let me fucking say this what i I take away rich is is that you're saying that the reason that you really got (laughs) drawn into this was because this mysterious character that we've grown up with that we've known for so many years we're actually finally getting some character development explanation behind that doesn't involve stupid rocks so
2: I still want anybody to focus on the 10 second delay on Mike's track exactly
7: that's understandable I'm sorry go ahead Mike (laughs) I I just wanted to (laughs) say it always made me want to perch some snort on somebody did you do it? did you ever once do it? yes I, I always I'm like when I know because it's weird when I oh god, saw Mike. that and I heard that I'm like I wonder what that means and then like I went home later that night and I thought about it and I was like oh my god hmm, oh that's what all right. talking about. okay <laughs> moving along Ryan what are your thoughts on this one <laughs> yeah I mean
2: having a 10 second delay on your track <laughs> it does not mess up the show at all let's release that that'll be gold
3: that's perfect. Say, no, no, no.
1: It's perfect the way it is. Put it did out. You say perch, out. perch some snork. Is that what he said?
2: Yeah, he was quoting uh, uh, William Forsythe and uh, Rob Zombie's
1: Halloween. He says those that line perch some snork. I want, I want to
2: purge Yeah, I should. The bimbo at the bingo lounge. I should purge
1: my snork all That's over. That's what he flags. says. I never understood what he said. There was so much yelling <laughs> yeah. going on. Intrude. <laughs> perch my snork. Okay.
2: Right, guys it's see no evil 2000 it, it it appears six uh that's when this came out <laughs> it stars the real name of kane is glenn jacobs and they actually went witty with this and called him jacob good night
1: yeah, yeah how clever awesome. yes. you,
2: yeah jacob good night
1: yeah it's like mr sandman you know Yeah,
2: exactly <laughs> Starring a smoking hot Puerto Rican chick named Christina Vidal. She's
3: hot, man. Oh, she was. She's always been she, hot. What the fuck is she in? She was in something. Uh,
2: Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis.
3: Not. That's not what I'm talking about. No. Um,
2: <laughs> Wasn't that Lindsay Lohan? Oh yeah, yeah. But she was in it though.
3: Yeah, but she was. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Yeah, she was in it. She <laughs> Life with Mikey and Welcome to the Dollhouse. That's her only other two famous. That's her. What she's known for. What? Welcome to the dogs. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, she is hot though. Yeah. Oh God. What I would. Never mind. My girlfriend sometimes listens. Uh, Michael asshole pagan as Ty. Oh, is he the asshole or is he the black guy?
3: Uh, Ty's the black
2: guy. I like the black guy. Yeah. I like. I hate the asshole guy. The oh, the pimp. They made him a pimp. Survive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Samantha Noble is the chick with the tattoos all over her back and shit. She's Steven. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Steven Vidler, dude. Okay, fuck all these people. Okay, ready? <laughs> so, let's get into this. Now, Dan, this is one of your favorite movies, right?
3: Slashers, yeah.
2: Slashers, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah, motherfucker! There you go. Am I stupid or... Like, what do you no, guys dude, this
1: movie's fucking great. No. If you, dude, if you like no. slashes, how could you not like this? It's a decent slasher. That's what it is for the for this day and for this day and age. Yeah. yeah, it's a decent slasher. It's not groundbreaking. It's not uh right. whatever. But you know, there, well, there, there's so few slashers these days that when a decent never. one comes along, you we right. probably like it more than we should just because of that. Because it, yeah, right? It, right, there's a lack of them. Really, you know?
4: yeah. It was for the most part just an 80s slasher. I mean, do do you think that if this would have actually come out in the 80s, it would have been one of the major franchises spawned a bunch of sequels, you know, right off the bat. You know,
1: early 80s. I think so. He was too big for an 80s slasher guy. That was like later on when Jason got big and everybody got big. It was more of a, yeah, yeah, it was more of a 2000 era thing because of that, because the, the, the slashers weren't huge. And now they are we're accustomed to seeing it. And freaking Kane is a monster. I mean, wow. It's yeah, different dynamics, yeah. And
2: also the I I don't know. I kind of feel like these 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 enclosed area type movies, these house Right. in a house movies, I feel like they're just supposed to be now. I don't what eighties movie was ever like this? I mean none of them
1: Oh no 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 there was plenty. Do you think? Yeah, sure. Are you kidding me? People like trapped in one house?
2: Yeah. Well, uh. I can't think of a single one, and I know a lot of
1: them. Night of the Demons, for one. Um. Freaking. All right. Slaughter High. Yeah. Slaughter High, Night of the Demons. Uh. Well, shit, there's a couple more. Uh, I want to say, uh. Clash Reunion Massacre.
2: Yeah, but these are all <laughs> like. You're naming all these, like, fucking crazy B movies. That well, yeah, but like...
1: they're 80s. You know what I mean? That's what I. Slaughter with High. That. That's what I said. Slaughter High. Absolutely. You know? This was more extravagant than that. It seems. Well, think about it. What else nowadays is like that? I mean, what are you going to say, Saw Two or something? I mean, I guess. But you think that's more of a staple of modern horror slashers of them being under one roof together like that? I think it's more. I think between now or the eighties, I would say it's more something you you would have seen in the eighties. Yeah. I don't know. I mean what they did to they me, did it in a resurrection a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> to me it's
3: all about the setup. Um, and the way they set this up was what, you know, uh, delinquent kids, are they in juvie or whatever. Whatever it is, however old they're That's they are.
2: total two thousands though.
3: Right, exactly. But this is what I'm saying though.
2: Uh, yeah, but that's um
3: true. It has all the elements of an 80s slasher and shit like that. But no, nah, it's fucking 2006 when they made this, dude. It's a it's a whole different fucking world. But you, as long as you keep those basic elements, which is put a bunch of people in the same place, have a killer running around, it's it's pretty fucking simple. So at this point in the game, it's all about, well, what do you do? You know, where do you go? And, and some, some people choose to, you know, we're going to do fucking we're going to go on a plane or we're going to go put Jason on a boat and, and all these other things. But uh,
0: get out of here. No. But what I'm oh, saying though,
3: I, I'm trying to I'm trying to make a point though, which is which is the fact that it's very simple what you do. So you know this little angle that they took. Okay, these kids are gonna go fucking fix up dilapidated house to get uh, time off.
2: <laughs> Dilapid- okay, Dan, how about this though? Does it make any sense that these people live in that house? That's the one thing I have a little umbrage with. It's not like,
3: a I- it's not a house. It's a hotel, first of all. But uh, okay. Oh,
2: that's right. It is a hotel. I'm drunk, dude. I've been drinking for how many hours have we been doing this? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I stopped counting. <laughs>
2: and I stopped counting my beers after six. You count them? Uh, Well, they're laying next to me full of piss.
4: <laughs> you got to have to count them, then, I guess, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's easy that way. Yeah, just look to my right, you know.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Dan, don't, don't trip on that. And I... <laughs> You know what, though?
1: I think you're right, Alex. That's, That's
4: what, what the think. smell is down here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a rotting corpse. It's the piss. It's what else? You know, rotting bananas now? Shit. <laughs> but, no, but you know what? There are a lot of modern movies that are, are uh, that do take place under one roof. Um, right. Like uh, Feast. Feast does it.
3: Feast um, is amazing.
1: Yeah, yes. they do it there. Yes, Something yes. else I was thinking of um, – Oh, uh, rec record. You know that movie yeah, or right. oh, quarantine for yeah, the Jason States. Lloyd loves that. Movie. Oh, it's fucking phenomenal. You, oh, it is absolutely. good. Oh yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah. You know that takes place uh, under one roof, and so That's does. Um, how about that movie uh, when they're trapped in the store? Um, Splinter. Did you guys see that movie? The Splinter, second half yeah, takes, yeah, with the dude from uh, Road Trip. Yeah. Yeah. The second half takes place when they're when they're trapped in a store. You know. So, but then again, yep. you have Intruder from the '80s, which is another '80s slasher. Where they're trapped inside one place, or you have the mist—I don't know. It, it just. Oh yeah, when they're <laughs>
2: in their convenience store uh, canopies. Canopies. <laughs> <laughs> you have the John Carpenter new movie that was in an asylum. Like it's always like just trapped in some kind of place. What's that movie called? Session or something? Session Nine, you mean? Lord? yeah,
3: was it? Or, oh yeah, Session S- Nine is incredible. That yeah, it movie is damn good. Put- is- Fuck, dude! Is, yo, Alex, have you seen Session Nine, dude?
2: Oh, uh, dude, I saw it when it came out, man. What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? You know who I am, motherfucker. Uh, you know uh, what the fuck I am.
4: <laughs> <laughs> session Nine was that the one with the dude from NYPD Blue? CSI Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dated. Yeah, right. Yeah, right.
1: I love that. Hill Street Blues.
4: Yeah,
2: Rambo. Okay, well, here's here's the hugest thing I want to talk about, and this is not... Oh, by the way, guys, this is a full review. Spoilers intact. There's a... Ro- and we've said this plenty of times on this show, so it's becoming a run joke almost at this point. This is a... this There, there is a Rob Dyer character in this
1: movie. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, so
2: awesome. I'm sorry, man. You set this movie up. You start the movie off. With two cops going into the lair, or whatever you want to call it, of Cain, who's the killer. And you see somebody with their eyes gouged out, and Cain chops a cop's fucking arm, like, from his elbow down, his arm off. You know, it ends there, the cop survives, he shoots Kane in the head, it's the big intro... And it it's a it's a big intro.
3: That's a solid fucking start to a movie, dude. That yeah. When he kills the cop, dude, behind the fucking sheet. And that's the thing. Alex said it's a lair. Yeah. It, it's a normal-looking house. Like, it's just a house.
2: Oh, is it? Okay. And, but
3: that's the point I want to make about the hotel later. So, go ahead.
2: So. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's the curtains and shit. I figured it's like a fucking lair. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So, here's the problem. There's a major problem with this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: One would think that when you start a movie that way, that there's some kind of fucking amazing character arc with this cop with one hand. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So you would think, holy shit, he's gonna just come in at the end and do some crazy shit and get redemption. Like, you have to think that, okay? What happens to the cop? (laughs) He just randomly dies in the middle of nowhere in the movie. He... uh, like, what? Like what
1: is
4: this? You I mean, just like, explained it yourself, though. You just they swerved
1: it. you. They swerved us. Well, yeah. I mean, of
4: yeah, course yeah. they did, man. It, it, they're it they're was setting a WTF, it up for that. And, and, but it was supposed to be a WTF. Exactly.
3: That it, was the the whole
2: question course.
4: is did it work? Did, did it work? See, I thought so.
2: I don't think so. No. Mm. I
4: don't
2: uh, it didn't for me yeah. the
4: first time I saw it. Honestly, I was like, well, what the fuck? I thought he was the main character. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much me, too. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I was I just know.
1: there it, for Kane. I was just excited to see Kane right. and knowing he was the oh, killer yeah. and everything else. I, I could care less about. I was like, oh. "Oh, come on, Dave!
2: You weren't sidetracked by this guy's fucking rubber arm. Like, you're you're going to tell me you didn't think anything was going to come of this?
1: Yeah, I, I assumed it would, but you know what? When it didn't, that's almost just as cool because don't you exactly. think it it's nice to get swerved. It's nice yeah, to get swerved.
4: Great. Yeah, I think so. Hey, it's I thought st- something was going to come of it. I thought something was going to come of, it. Come of it. the rubber arm. Yeah. We all do the two girls are uh, sitting going to smoke a cigarette and uh, and the one girl says, hey, hey, you think he'd wax off of that thing? <laughs>
2: oh. yeah, yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. huh? She probably wants to get fisted by that thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, holy shit. Uh, yeah. OK, so that that's my only I think. At this point, I mean, I don't know. That's my only gripe, but the whole entire movie. I, I mean, maybe I'm just looking at it from a typical eye who, who thinks that there's a formula to movies and uh, some things should happen, but whatever okay well so, i
3: mean think about i mean think about all those movies that have done the fucking switch you know i mean even going back to psycho you know um and and, and scream and would you him all right. and shit but even looking even closer like hostile dude which was made 2005 a year before they did the same fucking thing which was
2: switch.
3: what was the switch there Forgot. forgot. uh Derek richardson they they take the mask off and you find out it's the main character the likable one and then they kill him off so They've been doing this since day one, and, and yeah, you're right, though. The the question is, does it work, you know? And and listen, it, I think it works in the context of this story and this type of movie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it has to be like, this is a huge revelation. I was, like Cody said, I was just like, oh, shit, they just killed him? Well, th- these kids are fucked because you're left with these characters that, you know.
2: Y- they can't take care of them. Exactly. So
3: that's it, you know? And she grabs, she grabs the gun, and yeah, she's they're fucked, you know?
2: Yeah, she took the gun. Well, how, how about this, though? Yes. Another, another... Okay, I made a mistake. There's two... They tripped two times. hmm Another one. The fucking... The the old, the other older chick, the, uh, the woman who's like a guard or whatever the fuck, who's going to be engaged, and she puts it on her other hand, I'm not sure if I want to marry the guy, she just gets fucking grabbed by the throat and pushed up against the ceiling in an elevator, and she's dead?
3: Right. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I remember that kill and I didn't think much of it at all. I thought they could have done something more creative with it. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, hey, where's the arc?
2: Yeah. I don't understand.
4: Yeah.
3: There's not really an arc between any of these characters though.
4: <laughs> no, no, and that that's where the movie really suffers, I thought, you know. Uh you know, the the, the cop, like you said, the cop was the only character you were really invested in from the from the start and then they kill him off and personally I didn't give a shit about the rest of the characters
2: Mm -hmm. I gave a shit about that Puerto Rican chick (laughs)
4: not
2: not because of any other reason not for any depth not the right kind of shit yeah, only about seven inches of depth is what I care
3: about. <laughs> There's certain things <laughs> in this movie, though. That that um, I, you're right, though. Like, and, and listen, I'm not going to debate the fact that the all these characters aren't aren't that likable because they're not. They're just not. But to me, I don't know, dude. I I swim in like what the fuck is a slasher, dude? Now, granted, like Friday Four, Crispin Glover and Teddy, and they all got fucking you know great little character arcs so to to somewhat you know to some extent rather. Yeah. But but with this though, dude i don't know maybe i'm not looking for that in this movie do you know what i mean like like dave said i'm here for kane i'm kind of with dave dude i want to see him fuck shit up dude
2: dan here's the problem he with that. there is no problem with that no, no there's a problem with that view okay, yes they set it up for that right like i'm not looking for anything until you give me something right so when you set up arcs and they don't happen. Right. Like, you know, okay, you're right though. Like, Psycho? Janet Lee is supposed to give the money back, mm-hmm. patch shit up, and somehow come up with the money she spent on the car. Mm-hmm. And you figure, you know, she's she's headed somewhere in life. And Norman Bates cuts it short and it's like, holy shit. What? I don't know though. I, I just, I don't know if it worked like that here.
3: It's not gonna work. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's not gonna work as good as those great movies. And this isn't like this is why I said, well, you know, this is one of my favorite slashers. Because that doesn't mean like it's a great fucking film. You know, I like a lot of fucking movies, dude. Non-horror movies, too. Like I'm just a big movie buff in general. So for slashers particularly, you know, I I'm I maybe. I, I you know like i can watch place beyond the pines and get all those emotional fucking in-depth things i need from that and if i want to watch kane fuck some people up and you're you're totally right with the character arc thing but I just think it doesn't matter, you know I'm here for a good time, I'm here to see some fucking cool kills, and uh you know, just uh, it, whatever and and then they throw the twist in at the end well, you, I guess you could call it a twist, but it, whatever, the surprise at the end type of thing I just think it's an overall it's a fun film, and actually this is one of my favorite drinking movies like, I love getting shit oh
1: done. yeah, I can like, see that yeah, I like, it's just because and you can l- just, right, right. I'm sorry, no, go ahead, I'm sorry I just think it's it's
3: perfect for it because of that exact reason which you, you you're explaining, Alex. Which is, I don't expect shit from this, and it's almost like uh, within that lack of expectation is where I find the beauty. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, this is fun, mindless shit. You know, and uh, it's 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 a good time. It's a it's a fun setup. Um, the characters are. You know, take them or leave them, like them, hate them, whatever.
2: But at the end, but- I think they're workable. I like, I like most of. them. believe it or not. Even here's what I liked about them, dude. They were all realistic. They weren't like yeah. they weren't pandering to the audience. Nope, nope. Like they weren't like, hey, like me. I'm the guy you like. I'm the guy you hate. I'm the guy this. I'm the only one who was the guy you hate. I guess is the pimp. And clearly, just from. Who he is, what kind of person he is, right? And
3: he's he lasts a long time, which is another thing. And that's it. But see, that's the thing you you gotta know. That's what they're going for in this. Which you're right. Does it work? I don't know. But I I still it doesn't fit
2: the formula at all. No.
3: But hey, I, you know what? Whether it works or not, to me, I like that. You know, they, they did something different. They went left when you should have went right. And whether that left turn is is right or not, well, yeah. Um,
2: Cody, what do you think about it? Like when when you see. The, the the guy who's supposed to do an arc not living when you see the guy who everybody wants to die surviving what do you think about that Cody
0: I think uh,
4: I understand what they what uh, Gregory Dark was trying to do with it you know he was trying to throw a curveball I'd love to say it did work for me but it really didn't uh-huh. but uh, honestly I didn't mind that much just like Dan said right. you know it it had it had the movie had so many re- redeeming traits that uh, yes uh. Uh I didn't mind it that much, you know i uh, sure would have bit do I think it would have been better if there would have been more character development, and like you said, the character arcs would have been uh
2: a little a little formulaic
4: yes yes uh, uh but even though it wasn't, I mean like Dan said you gotta give it up to Kane Gregory Dark, the director, he went into this with a very simple script and right. he did everything he could with it, yeah. Exactly. Then, out the cinematography was beautiful in this. Loved it. Yep. But it was a little too dark for me. It was, <laughs> was dark. It? it was a dark film. Well, Gregory, dark. It
1: was dark. Yeah, I'll cool. agree with that. It was dark. I'll agree. Yeah. I'll agree. But, was
4: it really Liverpool that dark? Though?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of dark. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Not excessively even,
4: dark.
2: Not like Chucky uh, Five or yeah, something like that, that
1: again. That right? bitch.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see shit there.
1: But this yep. one, I think it's just, uh, there's, there's two ways to look at it. I mean, the curveball thing is kind of cool with that situation or whatever. But overall, this is a movie that you can also laugh at because of the bad right. things in it. It is a good movie to get some guy, you know, a couple of your buddies around, have a few right. beers, and have a good time because it's, it's, it's some stupid shit like that. And it's gore and eyeballs. That's what it is. That that's the redeeming it literally. Shit. Yeah, it's gore and eyeballs and freaking and fun shit like that. And you you can't think about you know the fact that the place has been abandoned and burned and all that shit for thirty five or whatever so many years and. There's still electricity there, and there's still fucking, <laughs> did you, you know, know that, running water. Did, did, did you know the, uh, the, the the
3: the ground level is um, the ground level uh, uh, outside shot of the hotel is real, but everything above is is a fucking whole CGI shot.
1: CGI.
3: That whole hotel yep. doesn't really exist. I
1: thought the whole really? thing was CGI.
3: <laughs> Was it bad? Was it that bad? Yeah, man. I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, you talk about the characters and stuff, man. And I can't really disagree with you on certain aspects, but I guess what it boils down to, and what um,
2: it, it doesn't hurt it. It right. doesn't,
3: man. It just doesn't. Like, but
2: that's the thing. But like, agreed. okay, agreed. But
3: but that just says something about the movie too, which is, well, maybe it's not about that. Maybe it's about just having a good time. Maybe it's about you know, and, and who fun. knows if they who knows if they went for that or not but then again I don't give a fuck I had a great time so I don't care what you were going for yeah. I had a blast with it you know you may have been trying to fucking yeah. you know make Passion of the Christ too, but I saw fucking <laughs> Troll too.
1: you know what I mean so it, I enjoyed it <laughs> Passion you know? of the Christ too. Troll it makes two. It <laughs> 2 it makes as much mean, sense as freaking Last Exorcism too. Last Exorcism too, right how about the POV shots we had some of that but that was something I took away from this wasn't there POV They were like distorted. Kane's viewing, uh, yeah, Kane's? Yeah.
4: Blurred, yeah, yeah, blurred view of the world,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's the real question, guys: Did they steal that from Halloween or Black Christmas? <laughs> what do you, what do you think they stole that from? Peeping because... Tom. <laughs> oh my God. All right, well, let's get into the movie a little. Okay, so uh, the premise is that you know uh, a bunch of juveniles get in a bus; they get headed over to a. Oh, what'd hotel you think about that... those
3: intros? By the way, I love those intros of everybody. When they give that the way they did it, yeah, like breaking and entering and all that shit, I loved it.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like they didn't feast. Yeah, oh, exactly.
2: Yep. By the way, it's side note. I have the my sister. Oh shit, that's bad. It's almost Christmas again. Shit, it is. Uh, My sister bought me for Christmas the the Feast trilogy. Oh, dude, interesting. I have not opened it yet. Am I an asshole?
1: Gotta watch part one.
2: I did see part one. I think I already saw part one. And they
4: just go downhill for Oh man, I've seen one probably a dozen times.
3: Who are you? I'm the guy who's gonna save your ass. <laughs> yeah, take that, yeah. Mick steamy. Yeah, right. Yeah, that is Mick steamy, isn't it? Oh
2: shit, son. You're right. You're right. I gotta watch it Oh, it's, yeah, it's brilliant, good. dude. It's brilliant.
3: And you know who's the uh, producer on that? Matt Damon.
4: Get out of here. Oh yeah, that was a Project Greenlight movie. It was. A, have you ever seen Project yep. Greenlight? It sure was.
3: Uh Project Greenlight was a show where they picked a director to make a movie and Feast was that movie. Oh
4: yep. shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Great. that that was the you know, it's like the yin and yang uh with the, that Project Greenlight. The the first one I think was that uh that film that launched uh, Sheila Bo- uh, Beau, LeBo Buff, whatever the fuck is she called? Shia Yeah, that, that, the first one was the one that launched his career, you know. So you get the bad and then you get the good, you know.
2: Indiana Jones 4? Wait, well, yeah, which one was <laughs> the Shia
4: <laughs> They
1: raped him. They raped him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, How could man.
1: you stand there and let them rape him like that?
2: Ah. <laughs> Well, okay, let's get to the kills. Here's the thing about this. This movie's so weird because if you break it down, it doesn't seem to work for me. But when you put it together, it works again right. because I liked it. And like as I was watching it, okay, the first kill was like one of the kids looking for the safe with a lot of money in it in that hotel. <laughs> he w- the came through a grapple. Oh,
3: this is the best. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry,
2: yeah. yeah. Went around his leg, pulled him in, and then – Close the door, and that was it. No, 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 no,
3: but, but before he closes the door, it's one of the greatest shots ever, which is of the black kid, and he sees it, and he goes, no. <laughs> like, like, He's like, <laughs> he's like, don't look at me, dude. Don't even look at me. You're dead. You're dead to me. Like, no, don't look this way. Oh, I love that shot. I love it.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then you got the next one is Kara, what you thought was killed in the kitchen. Here's, the, here's what, what the F moment. Yes. Clearly. Uh, I'm gonna because uh, I want to make sure I'm not crazy. Uh-oh. Do you all know where Kane threw the fucking 200 pound hook and hooked her in? Do you know where we're wrapped around Like her shoulder, right? No, what her was stomach, it? her stomach, her midsection. No, go higher, her neck, higher. yes, her fucking neck. Now, how are you gonna tell me That's... that oh. he wrapped that goddamn thing around her neck and she lived? Like, when I saw her, dude, <laughs> I almost fucking, like, yeah. Like, what the fuck is she doing alive? <laughs> that made no sense at all.
3: Yeah, why no, but, yeah, you're right, though. That That's a good point, dude. What do you think about that weapon, though? It's a hook on a chain. It's
1: great. It's great. Think about that.
3: Think about how simple that is, and it's never been done, really. I mean, in very, many very, you know, different Not ways. like that. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. I don't know, man. I thought that was a badass fucking weapon, dude. But I also like how he's not superhuman, like he can be killed. Well,
2: with the sequel coming, I guess he can. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. We're going to talk about that at the end. Right, right. Like, how the fuck Yeah,
1: time. I guess it picks up in a morgue, too, like like fighting the, like the final chapter style. Uh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've heard.
1: Right. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> the whole the movie,
4: movie was, was pretty much a love dude. letter to 80 <laughs> slash, so why not, you know?
1: Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah,
4: hey, yeah, pick it up with the eighties,
1: yeah. He's like yeah. Jason, he's got the mother thing and he's gonna be yep. in a freaking in there and he's a big boy and have you Bane. seen the sin? <laughs> See the sin, yeah. yes. That was kinda cool. You know, that it's was been creepy. done before, but it was good. You know it
2: was, cool. it was done before? How do you mean that? What do you mean? Well, just
1: the angle with the, the religious the the, the right. overzealous mother. It's it's been done by Stephen King in probably half of his novels. Right, right. <laughs> in one way, shape or form. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> You, yeah, true. The old, that thing and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Well, so, and Alex,
3: that's why when you said it didn't make sense, dude, uh, for them to be living in there, to me, it made perfect sense because to me, it was just um, a way to get to get to have her son you know kill uh in, in a place where she knew kids were going to be and stuff like that but if you look at the beginning shot of the movie you know he's in a cage in a trailer park you know and then they're in a normal looking house you know what i mean uh, or kane is in the very beginning until he gets shot in the head which is why like i said he's 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 vulnerable which i like you know he's not like superhuman he runs away or escapes after he gets fucking capped in the head but um yeah like i, I just thought it was uh it all made sense i I did like that twist though with, with the whole mother but we'll, we'll get there
2: yeah well okay so uh you know at this point after he's killing a lot of people you he's killing get... me <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny rob dyer's in this movie <laughs> you get richie gets his 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 uh eye torn out and you know it, it reminds you of course of the first girl in the beginning and then so you get flashbacks at this point of his mom uh, holding his face in the shower and saying, you know, uh, wash the sins away. Uh, You've seen something. Have you seen the sin? (laughs) Yeah, have you seen the sin? Creepy ass bitch. Then you get the funniest shit in the movie. What's that? This girl, uh, she's with the asshole pimp, I think, and she gets lowered out of a window with you know, guys, I honestly phased out for five minutes. Is this a rope or are these bed sheets or some shit? Like, how did she get out of the window? Fire hose, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I think it was a hose, yeah.
2: Oh, fire hose? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I zoned out. Yep. Okay. So, it's hilarious. Uh, she goes out of the window and she's... And here's the thing that I noticed. That she annoyed the shit out of me because she's like... Ah, ha, 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 ha. Like, the whole time. Like, shut the fuck up! Right? Just oh. get out of the window. Yep. And he lowers her, and then the best scene in the one of them in the movie yep. almost. Yeah, like, it's great. Kane starts pulling her back up. Oh. That reminded me of some shit, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. Like,
3: yeah, what is that, dude? You're right. You're right. Oh fuck, that's who gonna. Who did bug that me. before? Yeah. Anybody listening? Uh, write write down under the comments, fucking so what that is. But you're right, dude. You're right.
2: That's from something. Yeah. Yep. And he pulls her back up. It's like you think you're getting away, and all of a sudden that fucking guy pulls you back up. I don't know what that's from, but it's something, but it's
4: great. Mm-hmm. Just
0: when I think I'm out, they pull me back oh, in. Back in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the classic scene he lets go of the fucking fire hose, <clears throat> and her head smashes against Oh, the- <laughs> love it. And she's still annoyingly crying. <laughs> Like I was like, shut
4: up. Does anything shut you up, honey? No. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. guys. So hey, did you not love the irony of most of the deaths in this film? Uh, yes, That's that what perfect. remind me She was like the, the vegan phone? chick, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, 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 and and she ends up getting eaten by dogs. That's, <laughs> perfect. That's perfect.
3: Jamie Jenkins. And the bitch looks with the killed.
1: cell phone. The cell phone thing's great. Yes, I love that shit. I'd like to do that to somebody.
3: Well, (laughs) let's let's talk about the cell phone kill. Um, For me, that's one of my favorite kills I've ever seen, dude. Just because of how brutal it is, dude. I mean, come on. that is. I forgot. What does he do to her? He shoves it down her fucking throat. Oh, yeah. yeah. How could
1: I forget that? It's the best part of it. I mean, the phone he
3: shoves (laughs) down her
2: throat. Oh, I I thought he face fucked it. Oh,
3: right, the (laughs) phone. the phone, exactly. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) <laughs> but uh but you know what else too I didn't like about this and and this happens a lot in these um in these genre films whether it be like um you know even comedies or or horror films or whatever. Remember this scene where it's all all the chicks and you know they, the blonde chick she's ragging on all the other chicks like oh you little hobbit and like you know we're clearly making fun of them and she's such a yeah. cunt.
2: And she she made believe the Puerto Rican was interested in the uh, the girl that crosses on exactly.
3: Her. And then the next line is, "So are you guys coming? Like, are we hanging out? Like, uh, like what?" Like, you, bitch, you just made fun of me. What, what, what do you think? No, I don't want to fucking hang out with you. What are you, crazy? Like, to me, it's always like, oh, well, well, we're all here. I fucking hate you all, but want to go to the atrium and smoke some weed? It's like, yeah. what, dude? Like, who does that? It's almost just, like, so weird. Like, if somebody talked to me that way, first of all, I'd beat their ass. And second of all, I definitely wouldn't want to go smoke weed with them, you know?
2: <laughs> well, I, I, I ain't any port in the fucking storm. Bro. Well,
3: that's right true. On, that's true. Right I, I'd smoke weed, and make fun of them back. But yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean?
2: Though it's it's just
3: so like, hey, we're all here. What's what's fucking do it. It's like, bitch, yeah. you just fucking call me a hobbit. Like, are you crazy? Right <laughs> like, I think what? it's
1: like a, it's a stereotypical, uh, uh, you know, bad boy or bad girl right. situation because right. they're they're juvenile delinquents, so they're right, kind of right. supposed to not give a shit about each other. I just I think, think that's, that's true. That, you know, that's what they were doing. Yeah, This is the way uh, yeah, know, right. troubled kids talk, you know? Yeah, they're cold
2: people. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that so- cell phone kill, when he made her swallow the cell phone, I mean, I, I-, I just wish that when I jerked off, cell phones came out. <laughs> I don't see the problem here. No, okay, so his childhood, he was um, – so the mom – put him in a cage like a dog and here's the thing she she gave him porno magazines or some shit and he was jerking off to him
4: well hey she was test
1: she oh, was man, testing no.
4: them no. i tell you we're supposed to line your cage with those <laughs> yeah what was he supposed to do
1: with <laughs> it was a test before? man
2: he was supposed to look at the sin in their eyes right of the porn star i swear mom i was just reading
1: articles <laughs> your pet helps. Yeah, exactly dude exactly i think it was a test that's what i think it was yeah, i
3: think it was too you absolutely did he pass fuck no if on, he if he's spanking it no you <laughs> failed <think> unfortunately, fail. <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> for him because he probably got really beat in real life for that one but yeah i mean you know it's a small victory for him because he really did win for about four seconds but
2: yeah, he did actually win until she walked in on it, Exactly, which is story of my life.
3: <laughs> Happened to me once.
1: Happened to me several times. We discussed it on the last show. <laughs> yes, we
4: did. Yes, we did. Oh, let's not have I know, right? <laughs> oh, no. hey, Cody, what do you think about the porn show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the porn show.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're with that infamous guy who started all that so
1: <laughs> i'm reformed i'm reformed guys i'm anti-porn now
2: <laughs> yeah he's done enough banana lasers to wipe himself clean of the skeleton crew porn show <laughs> <laughs> so how about this guys i i want to give credit to the i mean this is an obvious choice of, of directing but god damn did it work when kane's looking in on the cage man. oh man good. Oh man, that's good stuff, isn't it?
3: But I'll I'll say this uh, because Jamie, first of all, Jamie loves this movie. I mean, Jamie is over the moon for this movie, and she couldn't be here today. She sends her regards to everybody, by the way.
2: Yeah, but she does
3: love it. She does, man. And I couldn't. She called me at two in the morning the other day, and she was talking about seeing uh, the evil it was unbelievable she just loves every aspect of it but wow uh,
1: more than you she loves it more than you she loves it saying. more than
3: me yes absolutely and the, i but, always what?
1: knew you loved it i didn't know she loved it as well Holy right.
3: Shit. oh right oh you
2: by
1: me
3: Shit, wow. man i i got nothing on on her love for this movie
2: she's even excited about the soska sisters uh sequel yeah well of course oh hell yeah you
1: know after what? seeing american mary i'm excited about it too now Oh, absolutely! But see,
3: that I'm glad you guys mentioned that too, because for me, um, you know, that's what that's what kind of brought this uh, review on, because I love this movie so much. But that's what it was; it was the love of this movie, not that the Soska sisters are doing the next one. I mean, I, I really did like America Mary, but I don't give a fuck about. It. I'm fucking excited for seeing No Evil too. I don't care who fucking directs it, you know, I don't care if Dave Z and Cody direct it. Like, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it doesn't
4: matter. Like, it's really right. gonna see you this movie. That would be half of a shitty movie, and I'm not talking about Daisy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'd be great, man. Shit. We can make slashers, and on any one of us.
2: Yeah, man, I'm going to make a slasher. Ghost of Michael Myers Part 2. Oh, oh snap. Ghost of Michael Myers 2. It's not actually going to be called that. I'm going to actually give it, like, a serious title. <laughs>
4: <laughs> really? As well, as it's not ma- going to be Ghost As of me- long as none of the rest of it is serious. <laughs>
3: Now, is the word curse in the title?
4: Curse? No.
2: That, I think I'm going to call it the Curse of Michael Myers. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would, I would advise oh. against
3: that as your attorney, sir. But it's yeah. going
2: to be number 36. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So the girl with the tattoos is locked up in the cage. Okay, when the the old lady came out that was introduced in the beginning when they first walked into the hotel, mm-hmm. she comes out. Into, uh, into the room and the girl's in the cage and she sees her i my first thought as a human being was i cannot believe you're in on this bitch mm-hmm. she on the other hand goes you gotta help me you don't believe what's happening here oh my god like are you fucking retarded like this is 2006 mm. bro i mean come on yeah you done bitch
4: stupid. now you deserve to die
2: Exactly, right. like, come the fuck on. Like, you don't know that she's in on this. Are you retarded?
3: She's probably just happy to you, see you somebody can't that's a little bit Kane.
4: You can't see that that's her son? <laughs> Can you not see the family resemblance? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so Cain has this whole struggle with his mom. He throws her; she gets impaled in some fucking antlers, like Silent Night or some shit. I don't <laughs> <know>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then he's really fucking pissed, dude. That's what I liked about that too. He was fucking pissed after that shit. After after basically, he probably like blamed the whole world or whoever's right in front of him that's about to die. He blames them for killing for him killing his mom.
2: So uh, the gun, uh, some girl comes up, and the gun doesn't shoot anything cuz the bullets are gone. Michael, uh the pimp survived. He comes back. He hits the guy his cane with a pipe, some shit like pimp that. Slap, pimp slap cane. Pimp slap. Yeah, they should have just uh given him the uh what is it? What is Undertaker? What's his tombstone?
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah, the <laughs> Give him tombstone.
3: a tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling reference I didn't get.
2: <laughs> Kane gets pushed out of a window. He oh, guys! How about how many of you predicted that he would grab her after she looked down when he was thrown out of the window? Oh, absolutely, wow. absolutely. Uh, yeah,
1: hundred percent.
3: Yep.
2: I right know. All well, the curveballs they give that though. Yeah, yeah. That's that's strange. That's
1: why this movie's fun and funny. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> you know. I, let, let me add that to it. Before I said gore and eyeballs, I got to add, add add humor to that because, it, like I said. You can laugh at it, too. And it's very... It's by the numbers. Yeah, and it's cliche. Yeah, in some ways. But it, it makes up for it in other ways. But More specifically, the gore. And it's just, you know... It's nothing we haven't seen before, but... Yeah.
2: So, the Puerto Rican chick puts a pipe through his eye. He falls down. He lands through some fucking, like, I don't know, greenhouse window or some shit. And he, his heart explodes. Which... Is going to lead us to the part two conversation? But before we do, (laughs) uh, I think everybody has a problem with this. Since this is a sausage party right now with four guys, uh, there's no TNA guys.
3: In this movie? Yep. What are you talking about? Yes, there is.
2: What about the
3: shower? Dude, when she's in the shower shower and she's showing that ass dude no not titties that ass man yeah, oh, yeah, there's man. a there's a couple good shots actually there's one shot right before she gets naked where it's like it, it, you kind of see her ass in a thong or not a thong but what are those underwear that kind of i don't know like cut off the ass cheek halfway down oh it was beautiful anyways yeah. they showed that scene and yeah man she yeah, i don't
2: want to see the spanish chick like that
3: yeah well what the fuck is she in dude that's gonna bug me anyway sorry but yeah um, I...
2: Oh, she was in, uh... Did, wasn't that girl with the tattoos on her back? Wasn't she in Final Destination? That Is that her or no?
3: Shit. Hmm. Which one?
2: She reminds me of, the, like, the main girl who's friends with Alex.
3: No, that's, um... That's, uh, fucking... What's her name? Uh, no. Chick from Resident Evil. No, that's, um... No? Oh, God.
1: You're not talking about the Welcome to the Dollhouse girl, are you? The girl with the
2: tattoos of the crosses all over
1: her.
4: No, but I'd like uh, it to be about Elijah Dusku.
2: Oh,
3: Elijah Dusku. Whatever happened to her, dude?
4: Right? Nothing. She's uh, banging some uh, ex NBA player. Really? Yeah, he was on Dancing with the Stars. The real tall dude with the flat top and gray hair. How do
3: you know that, Cody?
4: (laughs) (laughs) My wife (laughs) loves Dancing with the Stars. I have, oh. Yeah. Aren't the, uh, yeah, the, the horror movies are not the half of it.
3: That's a douche coup. I call them
2: pleasure <laughs> movies.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: right? <laughs> here we Nate Dushku there's a guy named Nate Dushku (laughs) (laughs) fuck Nate Dushku Uh, alright Eliza let's see what she's done True Lies yeah she was Arnold's daughter then Wrong Turn Bring It On I don't remember that Bring It
3: On she was so fucking hot in it bring it on J.N. Bob
2: Super Groovy cartoon movie
3: wait wait what was that what was the last one Super Groovy
2: Jay and Bob's. Oh, super dude, she funny. was
3: in Jay and Silent Bob, dude. She was in Jay cartoon S- movie. No, no, she was in Jay and Silent Bob's Strike Back, dude. She was fucking one of the jewel thieves. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that's
4: right. Yeah, her dude. And, uh, Allie Larder from uh, Varsity Blues. A- Allie Allie Farter. Oh, She's that only... Allie, Allie Farter. She was in like that, that movie. Yeah. That's the chick, though. Allie
3: Larder. Holy shit, that was weird. That chick that you were just talking about from Final Destination. Allie Larder, That's her. Yeah. yeah Final yep. Destination. Right that's yep. her.
2: Too. That's but dude, a... you're forgetting that she was in Bottle Shock and Cover Up. The Cover Up. What the fuck is <laughs> dude, She was Shock. also in. <laughs> she was in Locked In. I want
3: to see her in Bottle Shock. Earth. Right,
2: <laughs> dude. She was in the ro- she was in the TV series Robotonomy. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? She was in White Collar and The League. Holy shit! How can we overlook that? My God! Why?
4: What I want to know is why the fuck was she in all of these? And do you guys remember she played uh, Faith? Uh, in Buffy uh, the, the best Slyer characters series. ever yeah I, I didn't yes, mention that, yes too. why was there never a spinoff is what I want to know
2: Cody there was you didn't see Jake and Amir
4: she was in that <laughs> 2013
1: <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man what'd you say <laughs> how can
2: you miss Jake and Amir Dude, she,
3: she was in Dollhouse too Josh <laughs> Dollhouse. what the fuck well I that? knew that <laughs> But there I was mean, the for, shot. Oh, there I mean, was the bottle spin-off. shot.
1: There <laughs> bottle shot. bitch. shot, bitch. Eliza
2: dude's doing dude. And a pack one.
4: Follow the light. between her teeth. Follow the light. Let's the
1: ball <laughs> What is it, that girl with the freaking mouth? <laughs>
2: That's our legacy. When we're dead, people are going to listen back on our shows and go, wow, they were classy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so, see no Evil 2, guys. Let's get into this now. Uh, this, uh, Listen, I don't give a fuck about William Patterson, Eric Morris, whoever he wants to hide behind, whatever his name. I love the Soska sisters because I love uh, American Mary. And Gorin and Scares! Gorin Scares! Boredom and more boredom, everybody. Why didn't they come to my birthday party? <laughs> because they have a life. And oh, next we will review a burger. <laughs> so, See No Evil 2 is directed by the Soska sisters. That's coming out in 2014, it says. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so here, here's what it says. Now we all see, we all saw that Kane got a pipe through his eye. He fell. Uh, I'd say at least eighty feet. He's dead. His heart fucking exploded. I don't understand how he can. It ain't fucking six bullets like Michael Myers. Six or, times,
3: right? I'm calling it. I'm calling it. He gets a baboon heart. <laughs>
4: or, <laughs>
2: no, it's gonna be from no, evil I got dead. this. I got this. Okay, what is it,
4: dude? He's the Undertaker's brother, right? How many times yeah. has that motherfucker been back from the dead?
2: So, <laughs> what they <laughs> gonna do? Have a casket match? No, it's that girl. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's,
1: it, <laughs> he's gonna have Maya on his side. Maya from Evil Dead. She's gonna wire together some freaking battery and some bullshit like she did in that movie and defibrillator. Defibrillator with plastic MacGyver Dude, shit. That was her brother MacGyver. Well, Undertaker is Kane's brother, so they're getting hooked up.
2: <laughs> and Batman didn't want to fuck Jackie Hall, but he, the Joker fucked her brother and broke back Mountain. Oh my god. You did just fucking go there. <laughs> shit. Oh shit.
4: My fuck.
1: <laughs> Bob Shock.
2: Evil Dead 2. Oh, sorry. See no evil.
1: <laughs> evil Dead 2. <laughs> dead by dawn Sino
2: evil 2 revives the nightmare of the first film when jacob goodnight rises from the dead in the city morgue <laughs> after killing <laughs> after his killing spree in blackwell hotel this <laughs> is ominous underground locker for the wait in this ominous underground locker for the dead a group of medical students fight to survive as this deranged psychopath once again starts to pick them off one by one synopsis
1: so he's gonna whack all these instead of whacking axel and the freaking girl he's gonna whack (laughs) everybody in the hospital and that's gonna take the whole movie that's going Super Bowl
3: of (laughs)
4: self-abuse
2: Yeah, he is the Super Bowl. Hey, movie. well,
4: it's zombie Jake. the aerobics video brings him back to life, I'm <laughs> on board. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's right, bitch. Let's get that aerobics video back. I'd like to be a centerpiece in that. No, never mind. <laughs> I do not do another porn show. Let's go to Cody. How do you rate the scene of evil from one to five?
4: One to five? Uh, you know, overall, even though it was a really predictable plot, it was just... Executed so well, you right. know. It wants. It makes me want to forgive all the, uh, like you said, the lack of character development and everything. You know, yeah. I gotta give it a four. I really liked it. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: <laughs> shock bottle, yes. <laughs> or bottle shock. Bottle. <laughs>
6: bottle
2: shock. <laughs> so, what you? I'm sorry. Would you say Cody's four to five? I'm sorry. I was distracted by the shock bomb. <laughs>
6: uh,
2: all right, Dave. How do you? What do you rate? See no evil.
1: I basically said everything. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Robot porn. Jesus Christ. Are we professional or not? <laughs> <What
2: the hell? laughs> Fuck. Silence, people.
1: Okay. Uh, I said everything about it before. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm not saying anything.
4: I'm saying three. I'm leaving it at that. Three out of five. You liked it. I liked
1: right. it. Three out of five. Yeah, it's fun. And, you know, I said all I was going to say earlier. I won't talk too much. Three.
3: Um. Yeah, five for me. It was going to be like a 4.5. Whoa, whoa Dan. Five? Yeah.
1: He yeah, yeah. yeah. gave H2O a five. Why not? Yeah.
3: Well, listen. Okay, it's uh, uh, to, uh, like a technical rating. Like looking at this movie, I'd probably give it like a three. But I, I loved it. You know, this is fucking my show. I love it. <laughs> I love this movie. I mean, I don't give a fuck, dude. You know, I mean that doesn't mean it's the greatest movie ever. And this is just my rating. But yeah, if I were to rate it, I fucking love this jam, dude. Especially when I'm shit faced. What the fuck <laughs> is going on, dude?
2: What the fuck is that?
4: <laughs> is this the laser we're being load, invaded? The- <laughs> right.
2: Well, what's wrong? Is there a problem with it? Hold on, hold on. My beeper's going off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that this movie... <laughs>
3: <laughs> so anyway, Alex, what do you think of this movie? <laughs>
2: I feel that this movie is uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was that one? Go back. <laughs> <My>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Holy fuck. <laughs> so, I think that this movie, uh, I, dude, I, I appreciate your passion, but Jesus, five out of five, like that's what you're saying here is that's as good as Sinister. No,
3: I, uh, I, liked, I It means I liked it as much as Sinister. That doesn't mean it's that good. I mean, listen, like I said, I mean, out of three out of five, uh, I think is a, is an accurate rating for this movie. You liked it. I, I did. I, I I fucking love this movie, though. So that's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, yeah. For my fucking rating, absolutely. It's one of my favorite fucking slashers, dude. And, and and that doesn't mean it's a great movie. It just doesn't. Like I know it. I I'm not that fucking retarded. I know it's not that that good, but I personally I love it, and I love getting shit faced to it.
2: Awesome. Yep. Yeah. I um really like it. Is that? I feel like that's strong. So I'm going to go ahead and say 3.5 from liked it to really liked it. Yep. I really, I really did. I can't say that I didn't have a good time. I can't say that I was bored. And I can't say that there wasn't impactful moments.
3: Uh, there you go.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I really can't bash the movie.
3: And, and they, they always said that they wanted to make a sequel. Um, I know that by watching the uh, deleted scenes. But, you know... For them to make a sequel, I don't know, man. I'm fucking pumped for it, you know. Uh, I, I what? I, and w- what else would you want in a movie, you know? If you can leave it like it doesn't set up a sequel or anything, but if you can end a movie and and then you know have a uh, have a sequel pop up years later, because what, two thousand six? Yeah, it's, right. It's been a few years, dude. It's <laughs> been quite a few years. That's got to say something about the movie in itself. So there you go. And WWE Films, what the fuck, dude? They killed it with this. WWF. E, right?
1: Yeah, old school. It It is E. It is E, but yeah, I say F too. (laughs) Excuse me. I don't say get the F out.
3: Wrestling fucking aficionado. WW, whatever the fuck.
2: I say get the F in. Right on, bro.
5: (laughs) Get the D in. Hey, what up, boneheads? This is Jonathan Orr. See no evil. You know, even you know, despite what uh, Jamie said in the uh, review, and despite uh, how she think about the movie, I think it's pretty good. I mean, hey, me and uh, and Dan, you know, we can uh, we can boast about this movie all day. It's not every day you get to see a giant homicidal killer, you know, make a hot chick swallow a cell phone. I mean, come on now. <laughs> great movies Sino evil 2 can't wait for it to come out you know but hey i have a little confession i have no idea who the soska sisters are <laughs> okay yeah i have no Yeah, i never really heard of these women you know because i have not seen american mary and i don't even know what they look like but yeah you know can't wait to see you know their work and uh, how they uh uh, 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 bright enough flavor <laughs> for the uh, the second one. So, yeah, you know, see no evil. But, hey, you know, it's a great picture. You know, it's it's real good. the cell phone. Go. <clears throat> Daniel Harris is going to be in the movie. He just sold me on that. I mean, I don't care about, you know, if uh, Kane is coming back. <laughs> I mean, are you going to put Daniel Harris and Catherine Isabel into the same movie then. You may as well just give me a free ticket. <laughs> y'all keep up the uh, the great work, not good work, because hell, y'all don't do good work. Y'all do great work, and that's the that's real right there. So yeah, y'all keep up the uh, the great work and keep it uh, keep it shining.
0: Auto mechanics.
2: Hi, how are you doing, sir? All right. I-
0: how about yourself?
2: I actually, I was calling because I had a little bit of problems with my car backfiring this morning. Well,
0: we're here, 7.30 to 4 o'clock, Monday through
2: Friday. I'm out here on my grandson's cell phone. Can I start the car and you can kind of tell me how what it sounds like to you? All right,
0: come on. <laughs> Good Lord, huh it. Man, I'm going to tell you, listen to it over the phone. I really can't say, but it sounds pretty bad. Well, let me give her another shot here just real quick.
2: (laughs) Any ideas?
0: They sound like you got a bad motor is what it sound like. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like something rolling around in the motor come loose. So, oh, like a loose spark plug or something there? Sound like a rod or something done come loose in that thing. What kind of car is it?
2: Seventy-four olds.
0: Man, that's too old. We don't work on anything that old. <laughs> it almost sounds like you done lost a rod. What it sound like to me. <laughs> Well, I guarantee you it sounds pretty bad. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what to tell you to do with that. But like I said, we don't work on anything at all. Well, thank you very much, Sonny. Sorry I couldn't help you too much.
2: (laughs) I want to do another porn show. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Oh, wait. Come on, Cody. As a listener, you know, you're now a a part of... Since you've been on the show, but before that, listening to something like that, what was that like?
4: Of of all the WTF moments, that was probably (laughs) probably the peak right there. (laughs) Yeah, like when
2: you heard that, you know, because sometimes me and Dan get lost, and clearly Dave got lost in the show. We probably wouldn't have said those things if we were looking at somebody. (laughs) I guess when you're just talking to your mic and a wall... It just seems like everything is a go. So listening to that, what was that like? Uh, Pretty much, what the fuck?
3: You know what scares me about that, though, Alex, is that's not even the tip of the iceberg for us. Like, that's just normal shit that I talk about in my day-to-day life. You know what I mean? Like, to put it on wax and and have it repeated back is something to experience. It's not necessarily pleasant all the time because it's like, depending on who's listening, clearly. But uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, dude, I don't even, please, that's fucking nothing compared to what we talk about, dude. On a regular basis? Think about it, dude. Think about one of our conversations and being like, Oh, yeah, w- by the way, I'm recording. I'd what w- what? You fucking what?
2: <laughs> You got this on tape? Shit,
1: fuck
2: what the fuck. I'd be,
3: at, I'd be packing up the car and fucking yeah, trying to get over state lines. So
4: yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what yeah. though? I, I think, think the thing, thing is, it was, so it, was
4: it was just very off <laughs> putting. Yeah. It it was uh, so far uh often left build. <laughs> I think we
2: assumed that everyone who watches horror enjoys the part where the girls get naked, so we figured, ah, what the fuck, they probably would like, they probably like porn.
3: Can I be I don't think about anybody else when I'm recording, I just think about us talking. At the time. Yeah, exactly,
4: yeah.
2: But I think subconsciously we probably figured that everybody watches porn. Right. Like, you know, otherwise we wouldn't even mention it.
4: There are those of us who just like to strangle hookers in private. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the
2: next segment. And you're going to stick around for that one, right? Because we need some insight.
4: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> well, let me say, in our defense, honestly, that, that show was probably about three hours long. Oh, we my probably, God. Right. We probably only spent about 45 minutes into that that, that type of conversation. That's great. Yeah, it wasn't really that bad, because it was a fun show to listen to, because we talked about all kinds of shit. We bounced around, like we did on the show tonight.
2: Cody, if you were, you said you heard a couple of our shows multiple times, if you were to go back to that one, would you skip over the porn part? Uh, probably.
4: Probably, yeah, we did. Wow, it's that off-putting. Not that it was that bad, it just, it really threw me off. (laughs) Well, I mean,
3: this is a horror podcast. (laughs) We're talking
4: about more about this yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: okay okay, Cody if that see here's the thing Cody you've been getting a taste of that for a long time I mean we're playing girls gagging uh, sound effects on guys and we're uh, not near as
4: disturbing as Michael J gagging
2: uh, oh yeah can you believe
4: that right
1: see
2: yeah that's weird he did that gagging I, I should isolate that no, nah, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to rock that boat no
7: more. I am getting pounded so hard over here. <laughs> this is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skin skinfo from the latest movies. Nude in select theaters and on demand, Kate Bosworth makes her nude debut in Big Sur. As writer Jack Kerouac's girlfriend, Kate is a member of the beat-off generation, getting topless twice. Big Sir will make you big, sir. Nude on Blu ray, it's the final season of the Miami mob series Magic City. There's a tropical downpour of naked guest babes, and stars Jessica Marais and Elena Sateen will leave you spellboned with their nude scenes. Magic City will have you waving your magic wand. Also nude on Blu-ray, it's the complete series of Dexter. Turns out everyone's favorite mass murderer is also a serial lady killer with naked girlfriends like Jamie Murray and Julie Benz ensuring plenty of DNA evidence. Dexter? I'd rather sexter. MrSkin.com. fast forwarding
2: to the good parts. All right, guys, well, that about wraps it up. Just want to thank you, Cody, for coming on. Thank you, Dave, for coming on. Thank you, Dan, for joining me as always. Jamie will be back on the next show. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, we'll have you guys back on, talk a little something-something. So uh, for Dan and Cody, this is Alex. And, Dave, you wanted to say something. uh
1: Thank you guys again for the millionth time. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it was it's great being here with you, Cody included. It was great being here, and um, uh, everything you guys said before about the Halloween shows with Banana Laser. Uh, once again, thank you, and you and everything guys. Everything you
3: said about Insidious Two is wrong.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on that again, brother. But you guys, there would be no Banana Laser without the Skeleton Crew. So basically, thanks to you guys, and basically we're like Scream, and you guys are like Halloween '78. So, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> really? That, that's a good comparison.
2: Wow. Thank you. That's a huge uh, thank, compliment. Thank you. Thank you, out.
1: guys. And, uh, you know, love you guys. and
2: Love you, too, man. Thank you, brother. That means everything to me. Love your show. Everybody listen to the Banana Laser. It's a great show. Uh, couldn't be any more fun. And we will be back with show number 73. Till then, this is the Skeleton Crew.